Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome into Talking Trek Live. This is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast on the inaugural episode of Voyager Part 1. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person welcoming you to Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Who is here to check in? Who is here to get their learn on? Who's here to talk about the brand new artifact system and the artifact gallery and formation armadas? We're going to give you all kinds of nerdy, nerdy math. We've got, oh, we do. We've got analysis. We've got a deep dive, and we're bringing it to you today. Who's here to observe the chaos? On a Talking Trek server sound off, you guys go ahead and hit it live. Scaly back from the Outback, kicking us off on 193. Jazzmeister on 167. Stradaloyan on server 9. Thank you very much. And Hani on servers 10 and 43. Zandy's on server 12, full of dead trimatas is what he's calling them. 7 of 9 on European 146. And Dorian Goli on server 13. Louis P on server 20. Thank you. Crazy on 24. Iron Chef. Aloha from server 14 Ooh, and it's my birthday hawaii 50 he writes well congratulations our chef happy birthday to you yeah happy birthday to you man silent caliber on uh, server 36 thorn on the flagship broadcast server server 15 maximum hunter dude on server 28 specter on 11 Silvis on server 24 eyebrow on server 24 as well king kirky european 181 Jayberg on server 32, Dr. Juby on server 60, Strangler on server 9, thank you, what's up? Shady Pods on 27 and 29, Vic Nice on server 40, Pirate Yar on server 34, Captain Q is hunting for artifacts on server 57, Vina on server 30, what's up, welcome in, Indominus Prime on server 52, Gator on 28, Forgotten Shields on server 83, Bax on 26, Omega Magnus of Borg on server 14, welcome in, Virtual Army on 135, Hollow on server 43, welcome into the show, Sal on 49, Devil in the Belfry on 14, Shorts on server 29, Bacon, oh, I could go for some bacon, Bacon on, bacon on 36, uh, Borg 104, What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome, Lloydson on server 11. Commander Taylor says, I'm on 191, 192, 196, whatever they decided to call us this month. There is Commander Taylor. Welcome in to you one and all. We've got 148 additional messages. Bubba Joe and the Talking Trek server sound off 378 human or feline bodies in the live studio audience today. Thank you guys very much. A nice full house coming to the stage where we've got even more of your beloved names and voices crowding the stage. Everybody gets a mic. Everybody gets a stool. Ladies and gentlemen, the criminal heroic Tashcan himself, Ripper, is broadcasting live from sunny Los Angeles, California, good old U.S. of A. Ripper, how are you, my man? Welcome into the show. Wait, I think my car connected Bluetooth, whatever. Hi. <laughs> Does this work? Yeah. I don't know. You sound great. Sounds perfect. What's up? What's up, Tash Can? What's up, you sexy piece of Tash? What are you doing, buddy? Yeah, his... Uh, oh, there he is. I'm in the car, apparently. Obviously. Where are you headed? Right? Where are you going? I don't know. Probably to the beach. Oh, man. That is beautiful. We didn't really get to play in the beach. We got we got some great pictures that night when we had, uh, what was that? I guess Thursday when we got to go out to the beach. Um, and I've got video of this. As a matter of oh, fact, yeah, the- I have started working on that video. Uh, I've actually probably gotten 
it about halfway done, Rip. I'm actually really, really proud of myself for how much video editing I've done with all those clips and all this stuff. I'm doing really good. I'm probably I'm probably about halfway done. Um, so hopefully in the next right. week or two, I'm going to have the entire L.A. trip in one video that uh, I'll be able to share with you guys so that you guys will be able to see kind of what we got into and some of the shenanigans and, and fun stuff like that. So uh, hopefully that's coming. But, yeah, Ripper and I did Can't get wait. to go to the beach, but we didn't go swimming because it was actually pretty chilly that night. Are you actually going to swim today? Uh, no. Is it cold out there? It's not cold, is it? It's got to be hot. It's it's 70 right now. Oh, man, getting up water. Getting water. I don't I don't really Mm-mm. swim though. Mm-mm. Well, no, don't you, just, do it. you just go in like ankle deep. It's fine. Yeah, you don't actually swim. You just get in the water, splash around, splish splash, have a little bit of fun. Uh, also joining us uh, on our stage, Bubba Joe actually just dipped. I don't know. He might be walking into the house, uh, perhaps. But we do have uh, with us uh, from Server 20, and the chat was actually speaking about this uh, traitor from Server 20. Uh, what? Oh, <laughs> Oh, it's sooner than you think. <laughs> Trader is so ready for G6. She wants G6. She wants all the G6. Welcome in, Trader. Uh, the community was actually hedging bets a little bit ago on what flavor ice cream you were going to come in with. Vic says it's G6 flavored. <laughs> That's fantastic. Actually, actually, Ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia. It's my favorite. Oh, you know, I remember you telling us about that at one time, that Cherry Garcia was your That's favorite. See, everybody loses. Rocky Road. Everybody loses. Oh, I don't. Nobody I don't said Cherry Garcia. In my, I don't like peanuts in my ice cream. Yeah. So. Nobody got that right. Everybody loses. The house wins. All right. Uh, Gopher says G6 is the cherry on top. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Also, of course, we've got Karkin joining us from uh, from up north. Karkin, how are you, my friend? Oh, wait, where's the thing? Where's the thing? I've got, I've got, where's the, oh, I thought I had your. Yeah, Hold I'm on. waiting for it. No, I, okay. I don't want to talk give, until give, it give, me, give me a second. Give me a second. Just, just, just a second. I was going acapella while you were gone for my. Uh, My intro. Ladies and gentlemen, Karkin is Yeah, hold please. Ladies and gentlemen, Karkin is here. Uh, There we go. Yeah. There it is. (laughs) I don't know why that didn't come up. I thought I had that on a button. All right. Uh, Welcome in. Make it work for it. Yeah. (laughs) Karkin, how are you, man? Listen, I'm good. Karkin, have you have you started engaging? I know that that you have got to. You must be thrilled to death because there's been a lot of content over the last six months that you've not been able to play in. So you must be absolutely thrilled that Scopely I'm, finally launched a feature for Ops 26 Plus. You got to be thrilled, right? Well, now I can take all the information that you're giving out and use it now instead of in three months. Like, instead of having <laughs> to look go. back for it. So That's right. You I'm excited to, to be relevant. Uh, there you go. Uh, from Server 45, Putz is here. Also, Stephen Aaron from uh, New Zealand hanging out. What's up, gentlemen? How are you? Where did Bubba go? Bubba's, Bubba's gone. What's up, Putz? What you doing, man? Hey. What's up? You sound excited. Semester is over. Semester is over. Grades are done. Mm. I've got 
weeks before summer starts. I'm loving it. All right, y'all. Congratulations uh, to educators everywhere on the completion or near completion of your semester. Yes. All right. (laughs) Bubba Joe is – oh, there's Aaron. What's up, Aaron? How you doing, man? You good? I'm doing good. Yep, doing well. Fantastic. starting my day here at work. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I always forget that it's like seven o'clock in the morning for you right now. Um, it's, all right, uh, eight thirty in the morning. Eight, yeah. God, time zones. All right, Trader uh, Bubba <laughs> should be here. I don't know where Bubba is, but uh, we're gonna dive right into it. Maybe he left because he wanted it to be a fantastic edition of Stupid News, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna do that. We're gonna get straight into Voyager Part One. Me personally, Trader. I am not dissatisfied that the Voyager IP is here. I like Voyager. I love the story. You guys, listen, listen, listen. I told you three months ago I was rewatching Voyager. Y'all should have gotten the hint by then. Right, Trader? I mean, I said I am rewatching the entire Voyager series. I told you when I was on season one. I told you when I was on season three. Oh, I made it all the way up to, to, to the day of hell. I'm all the way, or the year of hell. I'm up to season six. I, I, I laid it out for months. I told y'all Voyager was coming. For months. Mm. Just saying. Just saying. You're just saying that you're just saying? I'm just saying that I'm just saying. Gherkin says, what are you going to rewatch next? Mm, Not prepared to tell you yet. Uh, Mainly because I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know yet. Um, But uh, I'm sure I'll figure something out soon, and and I'll tease you all with it at that point in time. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Talking Track News Studios, it is time for world news headlines from all across the big blue globe. It is time for Talking Track Stupid News. Stupid News! I'm still trying to audition for one of those news people. <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to start off with a public service announcement. At least for those of you here in the United States, Mother's Day is this coming Sunday. And if you've not gotten anything yet for that special mom figure in your life, well, look no further than to Lowe's Home Improvement Trader. Lowe's is giving away free flowers. Isn't that nice? That is amazing. It is actually very cool of Lowe's. They're giving away free flowers. It is the perfect way to show mom that you care while also being a raging cheapskate. The the offer is good while supplies last, and it does require pre-registration trader, which closes in less than 48 hours. It closes on May 12th, just two days before Mother's Day. So if you are wanting that right now, you need to go to Lowe's and you need to pre-register for the free flowers. If you're a part of the 90% who wait until May 13th, you're going to have to get flowers at the gas station like the rest of us. All right, so go register early. Um, (laughs) This is good news. Ripper, a soap bubble master with 11 Guinness World Records to his name, attempted to add five more records, uh, five more titles during a public demonstration in Ohio here very recently. Yeah, a soap bubble master. Mm -hmm. Gary Perlman uh, teamed up with fellow bubble master Blaze Rines at the Tower City Center in Cleveland this past week. And the uh, the people of Cleveland... Enjoyed the bubble blowing trader because it's better than watching the Cavaliers blow. <laughs> That's a sports ouch, joke. Ouch, ouch. Yeah. Um, did you guys hear about this? Uh, the reboot of James Cameron's hit 1994 action comedy True Lies will not return after the first season, to which most TV viewers were like, huh? <laughs> I didn't even know it was on. Did anybody else? Did anybody know? 
Did anybody? Yeah, apparently they remade True Lies. I didn't. Lasted one season. Huh. They're yanking it because nobody knew it was out there. Amber Heard is in the news and was spotted spending time with her daughter at a park in Madrid after moving to the Spanish capital and ending her acting career, Trader, which is completely insane. It's mind-blowing. There are actually people out there who thought Amber Heard had an acting career. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my button? Oh, my button froze. The whole thing is frozen. It's dead. It's... I'll take credit for that. It broke. <laughs> it's broken. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> not broken. Wow. Not broken anymore. Okay, got it. Um, <laughs> oh, this is so good. 79-year-old Robert De Niro has reportedly welcomed his seventh child into this world, Trader. There's going to be, yes, 79 years old. old. He? He's 79, oh, and he just welcomed <laughs> his seventh child into the world there's gonna be a lot yeah yeah there's gonna be a lot of diaper changing and after they deal with robert nanny's no, gonna have to change the baby diapers too the dude's not gonna live to see his uh, kid graduate from high school yeah yeah lots of diaper changing in that household uh the nfl has announced that they will release their regular season schedule this thursday that is actually tomorrow night at eight o'clock eastern time giving everybody something to look forward to that is, unless you're a Washington Commanders fan. Uh, <laughs> all right. I could stop right here. I could stop right here, Trader, but I've got one joke. I've got one joke left, and it is very, very risque. Now, I say I say that I could, I could stop right here because we are a PG-rated show. This joke is very PG-13. Now, listen, if any young person heard this joke, they could absolutely ask mom or dad about a trader, and mom or dad could very easily explain this way, okay? But mom or dad are also going to know, like, this is one of those things, like, that if you know, it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe he said that. That's, that's terrible. But anybody who just listens to it and doesn't know what I'm talking about, they're not going to be, they're not going to think about anything. They're going to think, like, you know, okay, somebody likes basketball or something, right? So I'm going to let you guys decide. Do, do I do it or do I not do it? Because it's it's horribly inappropriate. <laughs> do it. Do it. An Idaho man donned Never a boxing glove. Comedy. Uh, an Idaho man donned a boxing glove this past week and used it to catch 84 tennis balls in less than 60 seconds, Trader, breaking a Guinness World Record. It's incredibly impressive because usually <laughs> – Usually, the only people who can handle so many balls at once are the Kardashians. Ladies and gentlemen, that is your stupid news. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. That last one was good. I approve. 84 uh, in less than 60 seconds. All right, now, first of all, joking aside, that's pretty awesome. Guinness World Record right there. 84 tennis balls in one minute with a oh, boxing the glove. Or the guy? Okay, never mind. <laughs> Karkin with the funny. That's wild. There you go. With a boxing glove, no less. Trader didn't just catch him. wasn't like a baseball glove. wasn't with his hands. He used a boxing glove. You guys ever seen? I mean, you guys know what a boxing yeah, glove. That's not meant to. Catch no, things. that's not easy. Curled like in. Oh. Yeah, that's <laughs> text. Uh, Amber Laterra in the chat says he'll do that joke, but he won't say my name. Your name is literally like an FCC violation. Like if I was on FM radio, your name would cost me ten thousand dollars. 
Okay, I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. That at least that joke was like a double entendre, right? All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. My name is Ultimate DJ. Seventeen minutes into the show, and we are just now getting used to uh, or getting to uh, the real content, which is, I guess, Trader, me getting back into the swing of things. Welcome to normalcy here on the stage of Talking Track. Appreciate you uh, very, very much for being here. My name is Ultimate DJ, hey, and this what is, what is normal? Uh, apparently, BSing for twenty minutes before we actually get to game content. Um, but we will dive right in. I have no idea where Bubba Joe is. He said that he was literally walking into his house has anybody checked on him to make sure like he didn't fall down the stairs all right like yeah he's okay okay <laughs> just just making sure he literally said i'm walking in the house okay and it's been it's been 20 minutes don't worry he has his life alert <laughs> if he falls down he can call someone what if it fell off and it's like three stairs beyond his reach okay i mean it's just out of reach he's like <laughs> cindy if only i could reach I know. Louis P. says that he didn't want to come on stage because he's actually laughing at the stupid news. I'll take the compliment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into Voyager Part 1. With it comes a lot of stuff, Trader. Okay, Um, Ripper, I I made a claim. I made an assertion on a previous show that I believed, and and we're going to break all these pieces down individually, but I believe that what Scopely was doing with the percentage values here uh trader you may remember and i think trader you even came to me yesterday and said yeah dj i don't know i don't know that i can agree with with what you said um but bubba joe has done some math and and the math is holding nobody likes it when bubba joe does math bubba joe did math and i'm telling you it held in some cases not all the way across the board which you know we'll go back and we'll find out what the intention was here but but in some cases bubba the math that i told you uh, is actually holding up. So, Trader, I have to to kind of ask. I mean, I, again, I know that it's not probably coming in and and you know making a G five repair. You know, one million titanium. But uh, Ripper, I claimed that the artifact system and the way that they were balancing the buffs against everything else that stacked up into the game, I claimed that it was bold. All right. Um, I claimed that the feature was bold. I, I said these exact words that it would either break the game horribly or it would do what they set out to do, Bubba Joe. And as far as I can tell, it hasn't yet broken the game horribly. Now, nobody has maxed artifacts yet, but I think based on the math that Bubba Joe and others were conducting yesterday, and shout out to all of you, Bubba, I don't know if you want to send any shout outs because there was a whole a whole nerd room. I mean, guys, if, if, if there was, uh, has anybody ever seen the inside of a room be like pre-COVID, yes. right? Where pe- <laughs> Thank you, Bubba. Pre-COVID, when like people <laughs> still worked in offices, Bubba, and, and what are the names of those people that do like insurance? Uh, the, the, not apothecaries. Those are, those are like... Adjusters. Ad- no, not adjusters. What Actuary. are the... An actuary. Uh, what did I say? An apothecary? That's like a, a, a chemist or something, right? They turn things into gold. <laughs> uh, no, that's no. alchemy. Oh, an alchemist. What, what, yeah, the one, no, not the ones that sell the policy. The ones that do all the premiums. Come on. You guys know an actuary? actuary. Is that what it is? An actuary. All right. It, nerds. I'm going to go with nerds, Griffin. Thank you. If you had a room full of 30 nerds that were doing nothing but looking at percentages and breaking math down and looking at this and that, that is where Bubba Joe was yesterday. He was in a room full of actuaries yesterday. Bubba, tell us a little bit about this experience. You guys, y- you broke down almost every single one of these. Am I not mistaken? There are 28, 
28 artifacts that were released yesterday. And if I'm not mistaken, you guys went through over half of them. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I did a lot of the heavy lifting, but I was uh, following up with people in the chat for sure. I will say that the heavy lifting on this is now much more difficult thanks to the new abomination that is stfc.space and how it has been absolutely ripped apart. I'm not going to get into this because it makes everybody so angry. I just want to let you know that I am also angry. And my quote in the developer chat is as follows. I will not further comment on this subject before I say something truly and horribly offensive. That was my <laughs> final quote on the matter, Trader. I have said nothing since. The, the, the abuse and the abomination, uh, the twisting of stfc.space that they, that they have re-released is so disgusting. So disgusting. It literally makes my stomach turn. That being said, they have removed some of our favorite features, okay? And one of those features that, that I'm referring to here and now is uh, the feature that would allow you to go into the research tab, all right, and search for, Bubba, the things that, like all the researches that would say, quote-unquote, affect damage, right? Like, that's right. gone. Uh, Multi-language support removed which is hilarious that is just so flipping hilarious to me you you've got a game that is played all over the world you blame so many in-game problems on localization and translations that you literally took the number one player used tool in this entire game the number one not even close by the way number one by far number one by millions of page serves okay millions of of page serves and you removed anybody from being able to use it who's not English speaking. What? 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 They, what? That's actually kind of horrifying. Oh, that's the tip of the iceberg. That's the tip of the iceberg. They removed the events section, so now we're all flying blind. We can't actually yeah. go through. We can't go through, and we can't look at previous Call events. We can't look at battle done. passes. We can't look at brackets anymore. We can't look at, at where things segment and break off anymore. I mean, here's my question. Who's going to start keeping track of that for us now? <laughs> I know somebody who's not going to volunteer for it. All right. <laughs> I know. I know two somebody who's I'm not going to volunteer for it. All right. So that being said, this is all much more complicated. I feel very naked and afraid here, Bubba Joe, without uh, being able to count on stfc.space. Moreover, who knows if we can actually count on it? All right, really, truthfully, who knows if we can actually count on it because there are things now in stfc.space that don't actually exist in the game. Right, Bubba Joe? <laughs> yep. Let's go to the ships tab, everybody. I didn't mean to get on this, but I'm very, very sore about it. Go to the ships tab, everybody, and uh, maybe you guys should take a look at this amazing Orion War Barge that unlocks at Ops Level 40. <laughs> yeah, it is incredible. It is a G4 common ship um, that unlocks at shipyard level 40. Who's flying that one around? Huh? Huh? How about that? Who's flying that? How many of you guys, now this is a serious question, how many of you guys are flying the uh, shipyard 48 version of the Coronar as compared to the shipyard 46 version of the Coronar? Because you know there's differences. Okay, there's two different Corys in the system. Um, well, and, and mm -hmm. you know, I want the one with the loot bonus. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, you want the one with the loot bonus. I'm so sorry. That would... I'm sorry. I want the Hegta that has the loot bonus. That's right. what yeah. Is. Where? Yeah. How about that? Where's the Hegta that is going to give me bonus loot? I mean, this is just so ridiculously laughable. And by the way, that is the Hegta that opens at Shipyard 52. But by the way, it's still a G4 ship. Okay, it's still a G4 ship. It just unlocks uh, at uh, Ops level 52, but it does also give loot bonus. Uh, these are all here. How about the images for the officers, which most of the older ones are still in there, but when they tried to put the new officers in, they broke that. All right. Hey, how about we use stfc.space? How about we use stfc.space to look and research these new formation armadas? As a matter of fact, I was looking at that earlier today, Bubba Joe. I wanted to know what artifacts are actually sourced by what armadas, because by the way, there is a table. There is a table. We're going to get into this. Certain armadas source certain artifacts. So if there's an artifact that you got your eye on, Bubba Joe, uh, you don't just want to hit the biggest armada target you can. You might have your eye on an artifact that only comes from a level 35 formation armada. Okay? It, oh, would, nice. it would really be nice to know what artifacts come from what armadas. All right? Now, it would be, yes. Blue Mandalorian and I are working on that. We don't have nearly enough data. As a matter of fact, we would appreciate. Maybe we should set up a thread. Uh, what we need is we need the actual shards the, the direct shards that you get from the super mega chest, all right, the super, the, the, the clean sweep chest, the Triwizard Tournament uh, chest, all right, is what we're going with. The super chest is what Blue Mandalorian called it last night. We need the direct shards, and we need to know what level of armada that you hit that gave you those shards. Because, yes, Bubba Joe, certain artifacts belong to certain levels of armada. You could be a G5 player hunting an artifact that only comes from a level 35 armada. All right. We are working on compiling that data now, but we don't have it as of now. But you know what? No worries. Obviously, stfc.space is going to be able to tell me because they have loot drops for everything. So stfc.space is going to be able to tell me that indeed, Bubba Joe, this level 50 formation armada is going to drop 2,800 parse steel. Ooh. Hmm. Amazing. Wait a second. 20... You can go to op sixty with that. <laughs> Twenty eight hundred parsteel. Now, obviously, that's not exactly right. I don't think it drops parsteel right. at all. No, obviously, that's not exactly correct. Obviously, it's not correct in any way, shape, or form. It's dropping artifact tokens, but it does indeed say uh, and has the the emblem. All right, mm -hmm. uh, for parsteel. By the way, it's a range. It can go anywhere from zero. To 2800. <laughs> so let me ask this. Has anyone looked at the new systems in STFC.space to see if they list the correct hostels? You know, as opposed to they, they do the icons that don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, they absolutely do. As a matter of fact, I can look up this level 50 uh, formation armada, Bubba Joe, and I can see that there are uh, it's located in four different systems, including DiGiorgio, uh, FSEP 2204, and Missing Translation and missing translation hyphen one. So obviously we got some new, yeah. So obviously we have a couple of new systems in the game called missing translation. I don't know if that is actually because we actually launched a new system in the game that has an exact same duplicate name as another system in the game. I don't know if missing translation is actually Mira or not, but yeah, let's just suffice it. Let's just wrap it all up and say, stfc.space is foobar well 
it's not just SCSU. Can I say one thing? I, I go ahead, Ripper. Um, I think the SDFC.space update that Scopely released is probably the most broken, most screwed up thing that Scopely has so far accomplished in their existence. <laughs> uh, and no, I'm not sorry for saying that because it's actually true. I know that Ripper is disappointed uh, with the transition so, here. And go ahead, Baba. I, I'm going to make uh, a final comment on this I here know, in just a moment. I, I know. Uh, there's a question in the chat. It's been asked a couple of times. Uh, Ripper, where are the Patreon donations going? Are they going to Scopely or are they going to you? And should they stop? They go to me. Okay. Wait, they they still have his Patreon link on the website? That's amazing. No, I don't no. know if they have it on the, on the website. <laughs> if you haven't canceled your Patreon, so uh, probably should. You I, know, should I mean, I. Nah, leave I it I don't up. have a problem giving Ripper money. That's I don't either. Mine is still active, and I'll leave it there. All right? As long as Ripper is contributing to this community, in which, listen, let me, let me say this. This is part of my closing on this. Ripper does more still for this community that you guys will never, ever, ever see or know about. And for that reason, I personally will not discontinue my Patreon. Ripper, you have my support. You are a content creator. And just because the website is no longer something you do does not mean that Ripper does not still do Ripper things. Okay, so um, Ripper things still exist and they still benefit you guys in a significant way. So please do uh, keep that in consideration when you're looking at Ripper's Patreon there. Okay, Uh, I would I would personally appreciate that. And and what I'm going to say here to kind of wrap this thing up is yesterday um, Ripper uh, Ripper doesn't sound like it right now. Okay, I, I know you guys can hear maybe a little frustration, maybe even a little anger. Um, and Ripper, you, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Ripper is probably mostly like underneath the anger and underneath the rage. Ripper is very disappointed. Uh, I'm dare I say even sad because this is something he created. This is something he built from the ground up. It was his, it was beautiful and it was loved and, and the entire community was able to benefit from it. And I know that deep down, underneath that harsh German exterior, Ripper is sad. Um, I made it a point yesterday to, to clarify to Ripper that I have one million percent support for what he did. I have one million percent support for him offloading this project and, and selling it and taking money from Scopely and uh, you know, I support that. I wish he would have gotten more. I told him I wish he had charged double. I have one million support. And any frustration, any anger, any disappointment that is expressed by the community should not. And I believe, Trader, that it is not. But I believe that it should not be uh, directed at Ripper's personal life decision. Um, no, absolutely not. This absolutely was, not. yeah, this was Ripper's personal life decision. Uh, to to offload this project to somebody who was going to pay healthily for it, and he did so. And what Scopely does with this product is now on Scopely. And, and truthfully, none of us are surprised. Nobody is surprised, okay? Uh, that being said... I want Ripper to know here publicly and loudly that any frustration, any disappointment uh, is not 
at the fact that you no longer own this product. We love you. We appreciate you even making it in the first place, which was a labor of love. It was free. He built it. He did not charge. He opened it to the masses, and it was something he made for you. And I personally am very, very grateful to the efforts that you made. I share your sadness and disappointment that the project has already been handled as poorly as it has been. I can only hope that they figure out a way to restore it. Um, but whatever they do with it, Ripper, I am grateful for you and I am grateful for your work and I'm grateful for your labor of love towards this community. And I hope that the rest of the community shares that with me as well. This should not be uh, frustration directed at his choice. Uh, his choice was his to make. And if I am being plain and honest as his friend, it was the right <coughs> choice for him. All right. And, um, and I fully support you, my friend. Uh, that being said, we can move off of the, of, of this disappointment, uh, and back into the arc launch <laughs> because they are different, Papa Joe, <laughs> they are different. Okay. Uh, let's talk about artifacts. All right. We're going to start with the math and the research of artifacts. We're going to talk about the formation armadas here shortly, but first I want everybody to go into their artifact gallery. Let's open that up. Currently what you're going to see in your game is 28 different artifacts. Now, are, are we really calling it the Artifact Gallery? I want to call it the Tiki Hut. Okay, I'm good with the Tiki Hut. Wait, why, does, okay. why do you want to call it the Tiki Hut? What, because does, these artifacts are arbitrary, like a little uh, little Tiki statue. So it's the Tiki Hut. Okay, <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, I, I'm good with that, okay? Uh, <laughs> so we can call it the Tiki Hut, whatever. There's some cool artifacts in here. Now, I want to clarify a position that I have made, Trader. I claimed that I, in, in being told the data that I was given, that these artifacts would indeed have very pronounced net effects. I, my claim was up to 20% net effect, all right? And we'll talk about some of these that do and some of these that don't here in a few moments, but I may, I personally made the claim that if something, I mean, we've talked about a Bubba, we've talked about a trader, if something comes out, and, and we're looking at a new Prime, for example, with a, even a 200% weapons damage bonus. We laugh at how silly it is, how minimal it is, how Scopely doesn't understand the power of diminishing returns or the law of diminishing returns. We talk about how Scopely doesn't get that. All right. Scopely would never release a Prime that only has a two or 300% damage bonus, would they, DJ? <laughs> uh, Sorry, eyeball continue. Eyeballing one of the new Primes this month. All right. Now, spicy I, today. I will say... That if Scopely came to me, Trader, and said, listen, we hear you, we understand the law of diminishing returns, and we are prepared to launch a feature that is going to actually, for the first time ever, have bonuses, Bubba Joe, that are going to be so substantial in the grand scheme of the buff formula that they will impact your gameplay by up to 20%. And they didn't say all of them. Obviously, the uncommons are probably not going to be that high, Bubba. The rares, not as high. But the epics, when maxed, could go all the way up to 20%. Now, I also <laughs> said, Trader, hold on, hold on. I also <laughs> said, Trader, that... That's very funny that you said that, because continue. I'm just... <laughs> the fact that you put it that way is hilarious. When maxed, all right, because that's, that is what they told me, Bubba. And Trader, based on that information, pre-ARC, I told you guys, this looks like a ridiculously long feature. 
now, have I said anything that is untrue or that that uh, does nope. not conform with what I stated before this arc began? Have I embellished nope. anything? Have I said anything that was untrue? Nope. You have been 100% consistent. 100% consistent that this feature was incredibly long-term and that the buffs will potentially have up to 20% net return when maxed. Let's take a look, Bubba Joe. Uh, why don't we start with an artifact of your choosing? Let's start with one that conforms to the claim, one that actually can give a 20% net return because we have talked about a trader. Even you have said, listen, if I get a buff that actually has a 20% net return, that's a buff that is probably worth me looking at, right? We've, sure. we've said those things, all right? So one... <clears throat> does exist. Bubba Joe, give me one. Uh, well, let's start with the one that everyone gets. Uh, Picard's uh, shell. Picard's seashell. It's okay. called something else. Picard's ammonite fossil. All right. Everybody is going to unlock this uh, in month one. This is the one that they said everybody was going to get. Okay. So uh, increasing base protected cargo for all ships. It requires 30 shards. It's 15 levels. And when you unlock it, Bubba Joe, it is going to give you a 15% bonus. But at level 15, it's a 120% bonus in the game. Now, Bubba, before we break into the net return here, can you tell me the areas of the game that impact protected cargo? Uh, well, we have research for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, it might all, is it all research? Because I don't, I don't think Syndicate affects it. I think Syndicate um, does have a bonus somewhere, but also the Treasury Building does. Treasury, treasury building. building does. That's true. Yeah, the Treasury Building has protected cargo. Uh, I could scroll through Syndicate very quickly, but I'm sure I'm positive there's protected cargo. I'm looking. Uh, in here somewhere. Yeah, here we go. Oh, wait. Resource protection? Is that it? No, that's warehouses, right? Yeah. Resource protection. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, protected cargo. It is at milestone seven. It is at Syndicate level seven. That is protected cargo. So we've got that right there, protected cargo at level 7. We also have protected cargo. Uh, scrolling on down here, we got protected cargo at level 11 of Syndicate as well. We've got protected cargo at level 12 of Syndicate. Uh, so there is a fair amount of protected cargo bonus that is coming out of Syndicate as well. That's uh, level 12 there. Let's see. Protected cargo happens again at well still looking it might is that it protected protected that might be it so level 12 is the last spot where you get a boost to protected cargo and yeah i think that's it i'm all the way up to 31 i'm not seeing any protected cargo anywhere else there's cargo capacity i see Nope, that's it. So level 12 is the last one, Bubba Joe, but there are three levels of protected I, cargo. The car's got another one. There's a projectile that does protect. That's correct. Well. There is a projectile as well. And then, of course, there's officers. Okay. So you got officers as well. You got uh, three of 11. You got Tapring. You've also got, what is he? Uh, not Ston. What is the. Oh, shoot. What's the guy? Um, DuPont. DuPont. Thank you. You got DuPont. You've also got uh, the Holodeck guy. You got Barkley. Okay. One of 11. That's right. You've got um, uh, Grush. 
thank you. You got Grush as well. So um, Quark. Quark. That's good. That's right. You got Quark as well. You've got uh, the old data mining guy. What was his name? Joaquin. 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 Yeah, Joaquin. All right. You got that one. So lots of different officers that can give you protected cargo as well. Bubba Joe, you are officially an Op 60, um, which means your bonuses, so are be, your bonuses are going to be higher than anybody else's. I have not gone through to not do this traders. math. All right. Maybe not. But Trader also being a level 60. And, and honestly, I didn't prep anybody. I didn't even prep myself. So I don't know if – I don't know what my bonuses are. I'm also being told that the Command Center has protected cargo. Let's take a look. Uh, command Center? Mm, no. Command Center does not. That's stats. That's got stats over there. Uh, we did talk about the Treasury. The Treasury does have protected cargo. Um, and I think that may be it. I'm wondering if one of the uh, I'm wondering if one of the fleet commanders. I think one of the fleet commanders might have protected cargo. He does. Yep, one of the fleet commanders does. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it is Spock. I believe. Uh, let me see here. That would make sense. Nope. 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 It is Kirk, and it is a level ten um, f- uh, uh, skill. Uh, both. Spock also has it. All right, so Spock's got one, and uh, Fleet Commander Kirk has one. Mine is currently 14 out of 15 on that second row, uh, and it's always on, by the way, which is great, so you don't even have to have him slotted. All right, that's an always-on skill, and for at level 14, that's 65%. You've also got temporary buffs, right? Galaxy Exocomps. Thank you, Tarpy. So you've got all kinds of, of influences, all kinds of factors that can influence your protected cargo. Now, I fully acknowledge Bubba Joe's protected cargo is going to be higher than most of ours. I didn't bother to go through and check mine. Okay. Uh, I could, I guess, very quickly. Um, here, uh, somebody, car kid, you got a pen and paper? Uh, or anybody, just jot this down for me real quick. I personally am sitting at 10% protected cargo. Um, also sitting at. Fifteen uh, percent. There is a much faster way to do this. Oh, I wish there was. I'm also sitting at. Um, Hang on. I'm, I'm you looking. You have stfc.space, correct? Uh huh. Go to your ship. See what its base protected cargo is. Oh, that makes. Look sense. at your protected cargo in game. Yeah, but that's got an officer on the it. Other. That's got an officer on it. Then take the officer off. Oh, they're out mining. Don't. Oh, dang gosh. it, man! Why did I say that? Now they're gonna die. God. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. Go, Wardod, go. Oh God. We're warring. We've got a we've got a little a little tit tat. What do you, what do you call it? A little tift going on. Uh so a tift? Uh, is that what you call it? A little a little tift? A um, tiff, I believe. A tiff? Oh tiff. Not so no no T on the end. A tiff. Uh yeah. <laughs> so let me uh see. oh yeah, they're over cargo too. Why are they still alive? They're over cap. Let me just let me just pull those back in. Anyway, um, uh, so it's easier to do it that way than trying to add up all the bonuses. So don't I wouldn't I wouldn't try and add up all the bonuses. Okay, but fair the enough. The point is, so this is what I did. Okay, and I what I just described to you is exactly what I did. I took one of my miners. I took I took all the officers off. I put on Mbenga. All right. I took it out of dock to make sure that there were no corruptions of being in dock and having more things in dock. I had my and pen I looked at what ready and everything. <laughs> I looked at what its protected cargo was, 
versus what stfc.space said its projected cargo was. And I did that. That's how I came with the bonus. Now, obviously, that didn't account for um, Kirk because I don't currently have Kirk slotted. You don't need Kirk it slotted. Didn't. It's always on. Okay, well, actually, I don't even know if I have that one unlocked for Kirk. But regardless. You, um, the miner, don't have. Wait, first of all, I thought you said they were all maxed. What? Oh, wait, you went with Spock, no. so you might not even have I went with Spock. Yeah, Correct. okay, I, so you don't I've have I've got it. Spock to 18. My Kirk is somewhere else. He's okay. doing other things. <laughs> and you didn't buy um, No, Kirk, of course he didn't buy Kirk is, Kirk, Kirk is Kirk is uh, doing something with a Orion woman or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, so yes, so I, I don't know if I have that, but I didn't ha use any of the officers is my point, okay? Mm -hmm. So my data that I came up with is I took that – Took that calculation, came up with the percentage, added the percentage of a max level of this artifact, and it came out to, for me, 19% uh, extra. So it was right at that 19.5 or something. And right that's that an uncommon. So wait, you're saying this is an uncommon that yes. is actually going to yield, essentially, roughly, call it 20%. Math is coming out to 19%. Net add at max is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. I mean, all right, so far, claim upheld. Now, let's talk about these shards for a second, all right? First of all, if, if, if I'm missing anything, can anybody help me with this? Because I don't believe these artifacts are on stfc.space. If they were, I would be very, very, uh, oh, my gosh, they are. They're up there. You just have to search for them. Oh, never mind. They're listed Oh, look, they've got cost in there. Okay, they're very broken. They're very, very broken, Bubba Joe, but they're there. You just have to search by name. So I just typed in Picard's Ammonite Fossil. It's under research, okay, but it doesn't have its own tab, all right? So you can't just click on a tab, but if you search it by name, it's there. So this actually, this is going to be a super huge pain in the butt, um, but... This is somewhat interesting now because I wanted to see what the cost of these shards were. Because another thing that Scopely told me is that the unlock was going to be more expensive than tearing this thing up. Okay? They told me that it was going to be the bigger speed bump to unlock it than it was going to be to tear it up once you had it. So let's find out if that's true. Let's look at Picard's Ammonite Fossil. Uh, 30 to unlock. 15 to go to tier 2. Okay, 17, 3. Wait, that's not right. Tier tier 1 is 30. 15 to 2, 17 to 3, 19 to 4, 22 to 5, 25 to 6, 29 to 7. So up until level 8, that holds true. And you know what? Listen, at really, at the end of the day, they didn't specifically say that it would always be cheaper. They just said the biggest speed hump was there on the unlock, and then you'd be able to progress through it a little bit quicker. So I am not going to call BS on that claim. That holds up. All right? So, Bubba, let's, let's do this. Uh, somebody get a calculator who's quick with fingers. All right? And let's count the number of shards we need to fully max Picard's Ammonite Fossil. Are you ready? I'm just going to read them out. Here it's, we go. It's going to be higher than what I came up with before. So go ahead. All right, 30. 15, 17, 19, 22, 25, 29, 33, 38, 43, 49, 55, 62, 70, and 80. That will max it. Forgotten Shields, he must have already done this. He says 587. 587. Is that correct? 
Griffin says 506. <laughs> I have fast and accurate fingers as well. And it is 587. 587 shards to Max Picard's Ammonite Fossil. Now, that does not sound small. It sounds like it's going to take a very long time, which also is a statement that I made, Trader. It is going to take a long, long, long time to max these things out, which is something I told Scopely. You know, this is, this is another one of those things, Bubba Joe, like Syndicate XP. It comes out, it looks completely unobtainable, all right? They put all these great buffs. Remember when, when the hull health and shield health buffs for the generators were launched and everyone was like, oh, this is going to be great, even though it's going to take most of us five years to get there. Okay? But, of course, then Mantis came, and that sped up a little bit. But Scopely does have a problem with launching stuff that just looks like it's going to take 15 years. It just looks awful. When do those unlock? I'm, I put that out of my head. When do I get 30. those? 30. Is that 25? Oh, 30. Oh. What are you talking about? 30. The artifacts? Those, the generator. No, the generator. Oh, Syndicate level 30 is where they start. Yeah, Syndicate level oh, 30 is where okay. it starts. So um, now there, there's also, Bubba, a few small prerequisites built in here. For example, to get to that max level 15, you got to have your artifact gallery at level 30. All right, pin that in your cap. We're going to talk about that acquisition and that progression here in just a moment. But do just remember, some pre there are some prerequisites in here. To get to Picard's Ammonite Fossil level 10, you got to have artifact gallery level 20. To get it to level 5, you got to have artifact gallery level 10. All right. So for those of you free to play out there who might have found who have unlocked the secret to Picard's Ammonite Fossil, which I haven't yet, but there is one of these artifacts, uh, one of these armadas, Bubba Joe, that the super chest will source Picard's Ammonite Fossil. Okay? One of these armadas get, will source Picard's Ammonite Fossil. There are other armadas that will not source it. Now, you, Captain Planet says just do the missions. That's fine. You're going to unlock it, but you're not going to max it. You're not going to get it to tier 15. Okay? Not with missions. So... Bubba, we're looking at free-to-play here, who could potentially get this thing up to level four this month. Probably not, but it's possible. It is possible. Okay? If you, if you, if you crack the code, Bubba Joe, I mean, you got to remember, 19, 17, 15, and 30. What is that? 45, 62, uh, 81 shards is all you need to get to level four. All right, now... Highly unlikely, I, I, highly unlikely, but but it is possible. I'm actually going to say it's not possible for free to play. There's there's going to be directives handed out this month. All right, I, I don't want you to think that you're limited to one a month or one a week for this month. All right, it's a new feature. There's going to be event rewards. I'm here to tell you unequivocally there will be a few more directives that are sourced. Okay, um, that being said, Bubba, if you have isolated which we haven't yet, Blue hasn't yet, I haven't yet, if you have isolated which level of Armada is giving out Picard's Ammonite Fossil and you only hammer those with your team and you make sure that you kill all three heads at the exact same, you know, on the same run every single time and everybody is going to get those shards. 
and you get lucky and you get that and not the other options that are available for that correct. level of Armada. You're correct. You're absolutely right. There is RNG. What we're seeing is that most players, most players are getting 10 total artifact shards that are coming from either one or two artifacts. I have not seen anybody yet who has gotten more than two, Bubba Joe. Can- but I have seen more than two selections per Armada level. Oh, yes, 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 yes. There is. So, like, for example, you could get three for Picard's Ammonite Fossil. You could get ten. You could get seven. I think there's also a four and a six. All right? No, um, no, no. What I'm, say- what I'm saying is is that for a level of Armada, it's not just Picard's Ammonite Fossil. Correct. It is Picard's Ammonite Fossil and, and four th- others. two to four others. Yeah. Correct. All right? Uh, my, my, my gut, I don't have anything that validates this, says it's probably between three and four. Okay, different artifacts that are available per level. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you got six level or seven levels of Armada. You got twenty-eight artifacts. You do the math. That's four per level. Okay, um, yes. assuming that there's no overlap. Okay, assuming that there's no overlap, then it's four different possibilities at artifacts per Armada. But again, if we're looking at my estimation for this month based on free battle pass, based on missions, based on events, and then just based on your typical daily sourcing, I believe players are going to be able to run uh, between... I I think players are going to be able to run probably eight of these this month, okay? If they were able to do eight of these, Bubba, that means they can play in 32, okay? If they can start eight, that means they're going to play... In perfect, by the way, perfect math, okay, I know this doesn't exist. Even my alliance was like herding cats today. It was a nightmare. Um, But assuming perfect distribution, if you can start eight, you're going to be able to play in 32, okay? If your alliance was coordinated to be able to play in 32, Bubba Joe, and you fully killed all three nodes on 32 of these armadas, you could... You could end up with 50 to 75 of these shards. Okay? Plus missions, plus, you know, event rewards. I, I Listen, I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I'm just saying it is a long shot, but I think that it is mathematically possible. Now, that being said, what's not mathematically possible is free to play getting your artifact gallery to level 10, for example. All right? Let's talk about the building parts here for just a moment. Then we're going to come back to more artifacts. The building parts, and I've seen a lot of confusion with this, Bubba Joe. The, the armadas are sourcing two different forms of currency. So let me explain this very quickly. The artifact itself, if you scan, uh, sorry, the formation armada. If you scan the formation armada itself, you scan it, you're going to see artifact tokens. Okay? That is standard currency. That can be spent in your artifact gallery on the standard chest. Be warned, it is a 72-hour, well, 70-hour cooldown. All right? That is, that's rough, okay? 70-hour cooldown. Eddie, thank you for that. He found it. Bubba Joe Picard's Ammonite Fossil is coming from the level 50. So somebody grab that screenshot and throw it into Blue's uh, lab room. Okay, throw it into Blue's lab room. He made, a, he made a thread a little bit ago. I don't know where it went, but if somebody can grab that and throw it into his thread room or Blue's in the chat, find it, find it there, okay? So, um, so Picard's, that's unfortunate, Bubba. That's a level 50. That's, that's a hard one. <laughs> I, I'm almost 100% certain it's not only coming from the 50s. Okay, that might be good news. That's why I'm still trying to get this chart worked out. 
Okay, I'm trying to get this chart worked out. Wire speed says it's not. Listen, okay, you can fail them. All right, if you're G5, it would be difficult to fail them. I agree, but I have a screenshot of two of one G5 and three G4 rares dying on a 50 today. Okay, I've got one. And by the way, they all ran Cisco Miles and the crew that we talked about last night. They didn't run any bu- any buffs, no support, no buffs, no nothing whatsoever because they had a G5. They died. Okay. Um, oh, no, Bubba. This is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. Uh, Cruzito says, uh, I've got Picard's Amamide Fossil from a level 40. Hayden says, I've gotten them from both 30s and 35s. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm telling you, it's it's <laughs> all over the map. Oh, no. Literally and figuratively. That is so bad. That is so bad. Well, that means that this chart blue is going to be way harder to put together than I thought. Rex says maybe it's totally random. It could be. I was told, even though I don't have the data, I was told that certain armadas are sourcing certain artifacts now that doesn't necessarily mean that they're exclusive bubba joe there could be there could be some artifacts out there that are not sourcing picard's ammonite fossil all right that's possible but i was told that certain armor artifacts are coming from certain armadas so we're just going to have to really really lay this thing out we're going to need a ton of data blue is going to be drowning in screenshots but let's just see what we can do it metamice says oh here's another monkey wrench for you dj it could be system dependent and not level dependent. Oh, my dear God. That could be too. That could be too. Chief Boo says, I've only done 35s, 39s, and 45s, and he's got six, and he's already unlocked it. He's six out of 15 for the next level, Bubba Joe. So he's getting them somewhere too, and he's only done those three lower ones. So ugh. Blue Mandalorian says, does player stats and levels have any bearing on drops? Not that I've been told. Not that I've been told. Everybody gets the super chest, okay? And the super chest is RNG. Baba Joe is right. It is RNG. But still, the, the bundle opportunities are only for certain armadas for certain artifacts, okay? Oh, look, it's right there in the freaking patch notes. See, we don't read, Baba Joe. Right here no, from, no. from I the... know it's in the patch notes. Oh, and what I'm saying is <laughs> my experience of running these suggests that that's not correct. <laughs> well, it could be. All right, it could be. We, we will have to find out. I have requested the data table. They have not provided it to me, okay? But I will keep asking, all right? I would like to know. I would. I very much want to know. So hopefully they will share that with me. I have also put in a phone call to my good friend, Mr. Tiger. I do not know if he wrote this feature, but it does feel kind of Tiger-esque. You know, the Bajoran favors... And now these artifacts, it does kind of feel like Mr. Tiger at least had some influence on designing it, you know, because the Bajoran favors were good. And let me say, the artifacts themselves, I don't think are the problem, if I'm being completely honest. I think it's the mechanism. I think it's the loop that I have the most frustration with, Trader. All right. Uh, I think it's more armadas, right? We don't really like Like, we're getting tired of armadas. And it's a complicated armada. We complained about the complexity of the expansion cube. And even though I think that this is technically easier, it might not be because it takes 12 players. And three of those players have to have starts. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And And then, by the way, they are independent armadas. But there's only four. So you have to have hull breach on three of those ships now, not just one. 
right? You got to have hull breach on three of the ships. They have to pretty much be on the three leaders is kind of what we were. My alliance is trying to simplify this as much as possible, thanks to Simpy and Spock Monkey. We're just saying, yo, leader, Cisco, Miles, Lorca, everybody else, Cisco, Miles, six. That's if we're punching up. But there's also... There's also a school of thought out there, Bubba Joe, that you helped contribute to, that the loot bone, that the loot that's contained in these armadas, there's not a huge variance. So if you ran Jordy Beverly 5 and punched down a level, mathematically speaking, Bubba Joe, you will earn more loot than punching up. I, I got a comment or a question. All right. If everyone's running 6 and not a crit build like Khan, why does every group need mud? Cis- if you're just relying on. I your didn't say anything about levels. mud. First of all. Oh, Cisco, you got Cisco. For yeah, Cisco but Cisco's officer track. ability also has Khan's ability. I keep forgetting about six or Cisco. Yeah, Cisco. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, Cisco is five and Khan mashed into one minus loot. Okay, so now, granted, if you're punching down and you're running Jordy Beverly five there, Bubba Joe, and you punch down to a, down a target, you're actually going to get more. All right. Now, DJ Gurr says this depends on the target, right? It depends on the artifacts that you're getting because what good is more loot if the most you can spend is 3,000 per day? I agree, Uh, DJ Gurr. 3,000 every three days. I'm sorry. That's right. 3,000 every three days. It's even worse. Okay, so maybe there is no harm in actually punching up. Now, Otter says, but you only get one run per week. No. You get one start per week. Okay? You get one start per week. But if, and again, this is in, per, in a perfect, harmonious, mathematical alliance, if you get one start and you can play with four players, then you get a total of four plays. All right? Now, we all know that there are less active players, and we know that there are selfish players. Okay? Some players are going to play in more than four a week, Bubba Joe, and other people are just going to do one or none and call it a day. Okay, so you and your alliance are going to have to figure it out. Hammer says it's not going to happen, and I, I agree. I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I'm saying in a, in, a, in a law of averages, in a mathematical world, you guys need to hear what I'm saying. I have no control over the psychology and behavior of your alliance. Okay, but if you earn one start and you can play with a total of four players, then the law of averages says that you should be able to play in four and everybody on your team gets the equal opportunity. Okay? In a, in a mathematical world. Ayer says, so I guess I'm good for about a year. He's holding almost 60,000 loot, Bubba Joe. Yeah, you can spend 3,000 every three days. That's it. No, he's good. He's good for about two months. Okay, well... <laughs> I, I didn't do the math in my head. I was just reading what he wrote. <laughs> I understand what he wrote. I but, was going to correct him. But Ayers, but you're, still, you're good for yeah, two months. One day in, you're good for two months. Yes. One day in, you're good for two months. Okay. Now, we are early. Ayers says, give it a week. I don't disagree with you, buddy. I don't disagree with you in the slightest. This is arc one, month one, day two. There's two possibilities here. Cap and Q, I like where your head's at. There's two possibilities, Bubba Joe, that this evolves and changes over time, all right, where it's going to speed up and give us more opportunities at this and that, which is certainly possible that a feature expands over time, okay? 
as a matter of fact, I fully expect something about this feature to expand over time because I don't think that they can launch a feature that literally is going to take 11 years to max out, okay? And they never have. I mean, they've always launched it that way, but it never ends up being that way. All right, Syndicate XP is one. Trade XP is another. They, they always speed it up, and Bubba, we've always agreed to that. It always launches looking like poop, but it always does get better. I'll believe it when I see a free-to-play that actually has achieved Syndicate 25, much you, less 30. Well, now listen, uh, if you take out multiphasics, because I, I have told you that I have spent multiphasics, I have yep. never paid for Syndicate XP, and I'm a 27, but I have used multiphasics, admittedly. All right, so but well, I mean, free to play would not have any multifacics. So where are free to play at on Syndicate? Look, Mimi's at twenty three, Bubba. All right, I'm at twenty three. Putz is twenty three, and Taris okay. at twenty two. Sebusu, uh, Sebasu at twenty three. Hayden probably days away from twenty three. So, so the, you know, it's getting there, Bubba. It's getting there. All right, certainly not seven I mean, years. You know, That's what we predicted. And you know that. Well, but it does. It gets a lot worse from twenty-five to thirty, right? Oh, for sure, for sure, <laughs> like, it does. So, yeah. It does. Anyway, but if you've but got anyway, if we, you've got the mantis, it, it's helping. It's it's doing its thing. All right, but took but anyway, free to play a lot longer to get the mantis, right? I mean, that was the that's true. That was the whole complaint. And anyway, now that they have now that, that they have the mantis, you know, they're they're at twenty-three, twenty-four. Look, Hugo's at twenty-six. All right, so it's happening. It's happening, and it certainly hasn't been seven years, okay, or eleven years, or whatever we said it was going to be. So I fully expect that this is going to be better. Ayer is probably completely fine, all right? Or the second outcome, Bubba Joe, is possibly a relief for some players, maybe you or maybe Trader, okay? The relief could be that this is an amalgam mechanic. It's a plundered cargo mechanic in which you run a couple of these one or two days and you're done for a month. Now, community, we have complained about screen time. We see a bunch of new hostels. We see a bunch of new things, and we look at this new loop. Is it possible? Is it possible that obviously we're all caught up in it right now because it's brand new and we're wanting to tinker and we're wanting to play and we're wanting to experiment, we're wanting to complain about how much work it is and how much you know cluster bomb it is in the Alliance chat and how confusing it is, but does it need to be? Right now, everybody's running them, but if you only need to run a, a couple of these a month, spread out whenever you want to do it, that's right, Cruzito. As is usual, everyone wants to to try to max it on day one or at least play it nonstop in day one, right? That, that happens. All. Yeah. <laughs> right, Baba? <laughs> well, it's it's totally expected that people want to play with it day one. Of course. Right. Of course. And, and that is and absolutely leading to the chaos. All right, there's no yes. doubt about that. But what if we are looking at an amalgam style mechanic? What if we're looking at the fact that Ayer is now day one, he's good for two months, right? Like, what if? Are we as frustrated? Do we feel the pressure of sifting through our Alliance chat? Obviously, we've got events right now, okay? So that's going to contribute. But, but once this arc is over, or even once this season is over, and we're looking at, you know, running two or three of these things a month, and we're good, you know? I mean, that's possible. The timing on the refinery suggests that it's possible. And I know Scopely's been sensitive to screen time. They, I mean, obviously it's new. We're all clamoring to try it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it is going to have to be maintained at this level. That being said, 
Uh, that three-day chest, by the way, is also where you actually get the building parts, which is what I wanted to kind of fuss about a little bit ago. Yet another building, Bubba Joe. Yet another command center. Yet another mess hall mechanic in which you are time-gated. Um, and crazy enough, I can't complain about the mess hall. I really can't. I thought that I would. Bubba Joe, my mess hall's already 46. I've spent zero no, that's not true. Was the mess hall the one that gave all those extra officer shards in the very beginning? No, that was the command center, wasn't it? That was the command center with that heroic SMS. All right? So my mess hall has been completely free to play, and it's level 46. I am not upset with that one. Blue Mandalorian says the same thing. My mess hall feels completely fine. I'm good with it. DJ Gurr, mess hall free to play, 48. Sebkino, mess hall free to play, 44. I, I'm happy with that. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty chill with that. Antares mom, scaly back, scaly back from the outback. Is it mess hall 44? So that one actually feels okay, but it didn't on day one. Command center still feels like poop. All right. I, I don't know that we felt bad. I mean, I certainly didn't feel bad about the mess hall day one. Well, I felt like, I felt like it was a forever mechanic. I felt like it was time gated by the parts, which it is technically, but at least it's moving in a decent progression. You know, and and it's it's not gated by and like every day you get more parts. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's moving. I feel like it's moving okay. All right, take a look at the artifact gallery. You're gonna get what was that redeem? Oh my goodness! I, I let me let me just hop in here. All right, because I'm I'm on my PC version. My conversion every 72 hours, Bubba Joe. I am guaranteed 50 on a single pull or 100 on a double pull. And by the way, <laughs> it stays that way all the way through artifact level 34. At least the command center scaled every 10 levels, right? Uh, at level 10, you got a little bit more. Then at level 20, you got a little bit more. Then at level 30, you got a little bit more. Uh-uh, artifact hall level 1 through 34 gets 50 per pull with the max potential of two pulls. So the most you can do is 100 of these parts every three days. That's the most that you can do. And by the way, I am going to recommend that. Even though it's more expensive, you're time-gated. Your time is more valuable. Don't do the single shards because you're going to end up with way more loot. You're going to end up with way more loot than you can possibly spend. Look at Ayer. He's already got 60,000 of it. Do you think he needs to do single pulls to be more efficient? No. Nope. He needs to do the double pulls because he needs double the parts. Okay. How did he get that much crazy? Uh, clearly, he's been playing the snot out of some formation armadas. Clearly, he's been playing. He's been riding he's some been whale tail. He's been busy, busy, busy. He's been out there riding that whale tail a little bit. Okay? He's been very, very active, clearly. All right? Um, but I am, I'm looking at this, Bubba Joe, and I'm thinking, man, this looks slow to me. A hundred parts. Every three days. Let's go to stfc.space and take a look at the artifact gallery. 100 parts is enough to get you four levels right off the bat. All right, so if you did a double pull yesterday or today, you should be at artifact gallery level five. Your next 100 parts, 58, 90, is going to get you to level eight. Okay, so in three days, so now it's six days in, well, I guess four days in, technically, you'll be at level eight. After that, 35, 38 is 73. After that, three more days, you can go to level 10, Bubba Joe. 
Mm-hmm. Now, that may not be horrible because some of these artifacts, like, uh, like uh, we looked at earlier, um, the artifacts are locked at level 5 for Artifact Gallery 10. So that means free-to-play inside a week, you'll be able to surpass that first lock. But it starts to get a little bit hinky after that. 41, yes. 44 is uh, 85. So then three more days, you could be at 12. Three more days, you can be at 14, and then it drops, Bubba Joe. Mm-hmm. One level every three days at the, after that point. Until Artifact Gallery level 20, and now it drops to one level every six days. And by the way, this refinery stays the same all the way up to level 34. Just FYI, to get to Artifact Gallery level 34 will require, Bubba Joe, 12 days worth of refunds to go one level. It costs 350 of the building parts to go one level. That's 12 days worth of refunds. Yep. Okay. So it's definitely, it looks really time sinky. Okay. But we will see. Do you want to know what it jumps up to when you get to level 35? Sure. You already know. 60. Woo! Wait, so it goes from 50 to 60? And what's the bracket? Yep. Blue, write this down. So what's the, what's the refinery say? So now it's uh, gallery 35 to what? 39. 35 to 39, and it goes to 60. Has anybody taken yes. this thing to 40 yet? Uh, I haven't. Anybody out there taking this thing to 40 yet? I don't think most people would have needed to. Uh, pack scaling is brutal, says Captain Jack. Yeah, so... It's yeah. really bad. Yeah, so there you go. 35 to 39 uh, is going to get you there uh, to 60 a day, or, well, 60 per pull instead of 50 per pull. So it's going to be slow. Oh, there you go. 40 to 44. Lightbull has it. 40 to 44 goes, goes to, to 70. 70. Woo! Uh, just as an FYI, when you hit 40, to go to 41 is going to take 12 refines, Bubba Joe. 12 well, only refunds. Only a little over a month. 30 days. 36 for days. one level. 12 times 3. 36 days for one level. Now, granted, that's deep. That's all the way up there at Artifact Gallery 41. Which, I, maybe things, yes, are, maybe things change by then. Maybe things change by then. That's really steep. Like, yes. I agree. I agree. D-Lyle says, I did two 55 formation armadas in different systems. The super chests were identical. Thank you. That does put my mind a little bit at ease. D-Lyle, please throw that into Blue Mandalorian's special thread room. All right, right there. Two 55s. Bubba Joe gave Andorian scanners and the hypospray. Yes, Bubba. And the two 55s I did last night gave three different of those. Oh, listen. No, I think he was proving that, that the system wasn't a factor. He was proving oh, okay. that the system wasn't a factor, but they did uh, yes. come from 55s. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. they, they did come from the 55s, but it wasn't, it wasn't a system uh, separator, which it still could be. I mean, it's only one sample, but it does, it does help. Okay. So, first, so we were focusing on the building materials, but let's also talk about what else changes in that when you go to the past that threshold. Okay. Right. So have you, what is in your, uh, what is in your redemption right now, DJ? I got Picard's Ammonite Fossil, the Orb of Prosperity, the Data Rod, the Necklace, the Breathing Mask, uh, which are all uncommons, and then I've got Mud's Helmet and the Horgon, which are the rares. Okay. Uh, is that in your premium one? No, that's in the standard one. The premium one is okay. exactly the same, except it adds um, the epic Grand Negus Scepter. Okay. But everything so else is the see- same. 
I can't see the uh, regular one. Um, I don't have that new mod, evidently. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, but the uh, the uh, the premium one for me, there are extra ones, right? You add in the ones that are appropriate to that level of artifact hall. Okay. So, but they so left I've in got, the bottom ones, which I guess they kind of had to, but which you're now they kind of have to. Yeah, they have to, but now you're looking at a dilution problem. Correct. <sighs> but um, that means you also can't even pull the higher level ones. You can't even start pulling them until you've leveled up the artifact hall. I'm not sure what the right way to do it is, right? Do you want to get all of them into that selection first? even though you have this diluted effect? Or do you want to be pulling a bunch of blanks when you do get up to the level of Artifact Hall that allows you to get these well, higher level ones? Chances, I think are the they're sourcing... not be, chances are they're not going to be blanks. I mean, the chances of you actually having it maxed are probably slim to none. But in the event no, that no, that no, was no. possible, in the event that that's but, possible, I think you add extra redeems. I think you add extra they're not. They're not going to be blanks this month. I don't think anyone's going to max any artifacts this month. I mean, someone please prove me wrong by the end of the month. That's fine. <laughs> I, will, I will sit down and be wrong. I'm saying that in, say, three months, when someone who's been engaging in this loop very regularly has got some of these uncommons maxed, is still sitting at that artifact hall that's probably it, maybe into the 30s, mm -hmm. right? Maybe into the 30s, but not past that 35 threshold. Well, let now, me put your mind they are. Let me put your mind at ease. Go ahead. Go ahead. I have already been told that there will be a transporter pattern mechanic for these things. Obviously, it didn't launch here. It's month one. Ain't nobody going to be there. But I have already been told, it is confirmed, that there will be some type of overflow mechanic. We've got it with uh, the fleet commanders, like where you've got the fleet commander dust. We've got transporter patterns. Um, I have already been told there will be an overflow mechanic for maxed artifacts uh, that will present soon. It just probably didn't need to be here in month one, Bubba. But I have been told it will be there. So okay. So that that will come. Okay. Um, so listen, this whole conversation started out with the net effects of the artifacts. Now we've gone through the mechanics. We've looked at the loop. We haven't even really looked at the armadas yet. But we did talk about where... The, oh, we didn't really even talk about where the loot came from. So the, the base armada gives the regular standard loot. I'm just going to summarize this super quick, and then we're going to take a break, then we're going to come back and do more math. The armada for the standard loot gives standard currency. That chest is the 70-hour cooldown. That's the one where you get the building parts. That's the one where you get some shards, okay? If you're the starter, if you're the starter, then not only are you going to get the standard loot out of the Armada distribution itself, but you're also going to get a leader's chest. That leader's chest, Blue, if I'm not mistaken, was pretty universal. We did, a, we did a 40, we did a 45, we did a 50, and we did a 55 last night. I started all four of them, and I got 1,000 premium currency as my leader's chest. Well, I got 1,000 premium currency in my leader's chest along with a varying amount of more standard currency. At the 40, I believe it was 500, I think, and it went all the way up to 700 at the 55. So there will be some additional standard currency in the leader's chest, but you will get 1,000 premium in the leader's chest. Okay? So you will get that. 1,000 in a leader's chest, that's guaranteed. All right? Um, then you come into your artifact gallery and you do have the second conversion, 
which is the premium artifact restoration, okay? And that has no cooldown. Has no cooldown on it whatsoever. You can pull it as many times as you want. If you buy a pack of Armada Directives and you got a thousand directives and you go and you win a thousand or win ten Armadas and you get ten thousand loot, you can come in and pull ten ten of these redeems immediately. Okay? So Grungandola says, so technically you could max artifacts this month if money was no object. And that is true. You could buy maxed artifacts today. Now, right here. Just swipe. Okay? But that's where the premium currency comes from. And then, of course, everybody has been talking about the super chest, which is where the direct shards are coming from. So there's really only two currencies. Standard currency, which, by the way, the Happy Meal, the RNG-generated participation chest, is also standard loot. All right? So you're getting standard loot from the Armada itself, distributed by power. You're getting, uh, pre you're getting standard loot in the Happy Meal. You're getting standard loot as a part of your leader's chest alongside premium loot. And then if you kill all three nodes, then you get the super Triwizard Tournament chest, which comes with direct shards. The building shards, Karthak, come from the standard refinery inside the artifact gallery. Just click on artifacts, click on convert, and you got two bundles right there. You got premium artifact restoration and regular artifact restoration. The building parts are in the regular. It is there. You can do up to two chests every three days, but it does have a 72-hour cooldown. Okay? There we go. We are going to take a break. Bubba, when we come back, we will do more math. We started out with only this simple, uncommon ammonite fossil that will indeed provide backs. Everybody gets them. So, okay, let's, let's rewind here. Back says let's not everyone. Let's take every a break. Hold let's on. No, no, no. Break. I, I want to segment. Okay. I want to segment these things, okay? okay? Not everybody gets the mega because the mega is not the super. <laughs> this is my terminology. You're just going to have to go with me here, okay? Look in the graphics room. Steven Aaron posted a picture there yesterday. The mega chest is actually the Happy Meal. Okay, the mega chest is the Happy Meal. That's RNG. You're correct. Only one out of the three non-starters are going to get that. The starter will get a chest. The Happy Meal will go to one of the three remaining players. Okay, that is what we're calling the mega chest in the game. The super chest that I'm referring to, the Triwizard Tournament chest, the, the clean sweep chest, will go to 100% of players. If all three nodes are defeated simultaneously in the same formation armada. So I start one and take three players. Bubba Joe starts one and takes three players. And Trader starts one and takes three other players. We got 12 players in. We could call it the grand prize chest. I don't know. I like, it. I like super chest. Blue made that yesterday. It's simple. The super chest. All 12 players will get the super chest, which will have direct shards. Further, by the way, we did prove that if you send two ships to two different nodes in the same formation, Armada, Bubba Joe, you still only get one super chest. Okay? So if you send two ships, it better be for guaranteeing survival because if you do, you're actually taking shards away from a player who could have been in there. If you send a ship to all three nodes, you are stealing shards from your teammates. 
The only reason you should send an extra ship, Bubba Joe, uh, to be in the Armada is if just to make daggone sure you win. But you are costing your team. Yep. Okay? You are costing your team. And that's right, Air. If you've got 12 players available, listen, if you find yourself coming up short, send a ship. All right? If you call one and, and a buddy calls one and another buddy calls one, you got three going, but only 10 people show up, well, yeah, send a ship. But that's their fault for missing out. They're missing out on free shards, free shards, because you guys paid for the start. They just need to show up and take the shards. Heck, they could show up in a, in a fecha, and they'll get the shards as long as you get the win. All right? But look at that, Karthak. You had three players in that armada, which means somebody lost out on rewards, which is no different than any other armada. Trader, you got a seven-person armada, and only four people show up, and you kill it. Well, somebody lost out on loot. At least in that case, what's the difference, Trader? If I've got a seven-person armada, but only four people show up, what's the difference between that and one of these formadas? There you go. I did it. I didn't want to do it, but I did it. What's the difference between one of those and a formada? The difference is the super chest. Trader, in a normal armada where you can take seven but only four show up, the same amount of loot is paid out. It's just distributed amongst four players, right? True statement? In this particular case, it's not a part of the base loot calculation. It is an actual chest with actual shards. So if you go with three players, only three chests go out. Those chests contain ten shards each. Okay? You like Trimata better? I could go with Trimata. All right? If you go with three ships, Bubba Joe, three chests are handed out. How many shards is that? It will be 30. Right? It's guaranteed 10. So if we can take four players, we could go and get four chests, which means 40 shards get paid out. But if only three people show up, Trader, how many shards get paid out? Why, hang on a second. Mm. Why are only 40 shards being paid out? The super chest, Bubba Joe. I'm not talking about loot. I'm not talking about premium loot. I'm not talking about standard Correct. loot. I'm talking about Correct. the super yes. chest. Yes. Which why pays are, what? Which pays 10 shards per super chest. Yes. Why are only four, 40 shards getting handed out? I'm referring to your node. I'm referring to just your node, okay? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm, but in I'm, order to do that, you would have had to be victory in all three nodes. That's correct. That's right. All three of them. But I'm just looking at your team. So we could expand okay. it out. Let's say we got 12 players. All right? That's the capability. The Trimata needs 12, uh, can hold 12 players. So let's, let's rephrase the math then, Bubba Joe. Thank you. If we've got 12 unique players, how many shards get handed out? 120. What if only three players show up to each of the three nodes? That would be nine ships, nine players. How many shards get handed out? 90. 90. What happened to the other 30? Did they get distributed amongst the other people? Nope. No! Scopely kept them! They kept them! How dare you let Scopely keep them? Scopely is offering it to you, and you said, nah, good. I'm good. Thanks, but no thanks. And Karthak, you're right. You still have the starter chest. You still got the Happy Meal. You still got the loot that you get, and you can do in the conversion chest, but all of that still stays the same. All of that stays the same. That is normal. That is like a normal armada. All right? If Trader, if you one-ship one of these nodes, 
do you win all of the loot that it shows? Of course, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Are you gonna get the are you gonna get the leader's chest? Yes. Cool. Who gets the happy meal? No one. Ah, so that's a lost chest. And now you've got the super chest that would actually be lost. Okay? Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with blue. I like Formata. I'm gonna go with Formata. Blue, I got you back, boy. I got you, blue. I got you, blue. All right. You're giving away loot if you either A, take somebody else's spot, or B, just don't fill the daggone armada. You're giving away loot. Have somebody send a fascia. Have somebody send an amalgam. Who cares, right, trader? Just get them in and get those shards paid out. So, let me come back. I know that there's confusion with Mega and Super and all this. If you defeat all three nodes, every player wins that quote-unquote super chest. It is super important to kill them all. It is super important to fill those spots because otherwise you're just giving loot back to Scopely. With that, we're going to take a break. Bubba, on the other side, we're going to come back. We're going to do more math. We're going to look at these artifacts. There is another artifact that does exactly what Scopely claimed they would do. But there's others that may actually fall short. We're going to examine a couple of more artifacts on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, deep into the math of the artifact gallery and formatas here in Voyager Part 1. We'll be right back on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Hang on. This portion of the show brought to you by crazybunch.org. Do you suffer from pixel fatigue? Well, we've got a gummy for that. Surtail has the answers for your health and wellness needs, especially when gaming. A gummy for blue light protection and eye health, an energy gummy, or how about a relaxation gummy to help you chill after Wardod kills all your miners? Surtail is an independent distributor of all the aerial products you'll need to improve your gaming experience. Message Surtail on Discord or go to crazybunch.org. PvpTarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PvP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers. PvpTarget.com can help you get your feet under you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit their website for a player's guide regarding lawful attacks, warships, and even a glossary of terms for use right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Visit PvpTarget.com today. That's PvpTarget.com. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call. 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Elmer's Tomato Paste, the kindergarten glue that's great on pasta. Hey, boss. Here's the new employee you wanted to meet. Hi there. Come in. Hello. Based on my short conversation with the lady who carried me here... My systems tell me you're a relatively nice individual, but that incident with you and the intern from five years ago tends to linger around the office, similar to the fish smell constantly coming off you. Okay. Anyway, your resume is very impressive. With the writer strike going on, you could imagine we need all the help we can get. Why don't you pitch me on a brand new show? So I've been brewing up this one for a few nanoseconds. Six friends who are really close in New York City. That kind of sounds like... Their names are Monique, Jimmy... Eating. This is definitely fr- Chan Ondler. I'm sorry, what did you say? I could have swore you said his exact name. Chan Ondler. I can't really understand what you're saying. Yeah. Here, let me just come over there and I'll read the screen. 
Hey, watch where you put your hands, buddy. Don't make me call HR. We don't want another intern incident, do we? You'll never be able to prove that. Oh, yes, I will. Why do you say that? I'm writing this script. The Philadelphia Naked Bike Ride is back this August. So hot and sweaty, it won't just be people on the streets with a crack problem. That's why naked bikers need Swampy's Anti-Sweat Bike Seat, a moisture-wicking seat for even the sweatiest packages. When I ride my bike naked, which is often, I absolutely need this anti-sweat bike seat. Without it, my boys stick like someone's tongue on an ice block. Swampy's anti-sweat technology changed my life. I stay so dry, you'd think I had no attraction to men in years. Naked riders grab one of Swampy's anti-sweat bike seats because the last thing Philly needs is to smell like New Jersey. in her head right now. Come on. Bubba Joe, I might I might actually want to let this one play for a minute. I'm really digging it. I'm bobbing my head. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> All right, I won't, I won't. Um, is, is it is it like a Disney song that you have to pay extra, or is it just I don't uh, have to pay regular. extra for this. Yeah, no, this, this is just a good one. I, I, I don't have to pay okay. extra for this one. I imagine that it doesn't sound very good over Discord. Usually things with, like, really heavy guitar or, like, electric guitar, stuff that has a lot of treble. Bubba Joe, it usually doesn't go very well on Discord, but it'll sound great on the podcast. Uh, it's Franz, Ferdinand, take me out. Uh, welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Uh, welcome you back to the show where we are exploring the artifact gallery, these bonuses, the buffs, the mechanic, the loop, everything, Bubba Joe. We are diving into all of it, and I am trying to provide a voice of reason. Okay, now when I say provide a voice of reason, it doesn't mean that I don't have things I'm dissatisfied with, Trader, okay? But I do think that sometimes we look at something or we look at the timeline or we look at the, at the loop, which by the way, I, do, I am a little bit fussy with the loop, but I look at artifacts and I know Ripper left, he's probably doing other things. Trader, let me ask you, and, and I meant to ask yeah. you earlier and I did not, Bubba Joe just gave us an example now, granted, it's protected cargo. That may not excite you, okay? But Bubba Joe just gave us an example of a piece of research that will actually provide a net impact 
of 19%, and that's for him at op 60. It's probably going to be higher than that for some lower-level players. So let's just say that when it does get maxed, and it's going to take a while, I get that, but net benefit, minimum, probably 20 to 22% for your average Ops 40, probably higher than that, Bubba Joe. Is that something that, I mean, if that was a normal research, we'd do that, right? I yeah. guess. Uh, yes, but if it was a normal research, you could speed how it long up. would it take you to complete it? Yeah, you could speed it up. Um, and I get that. That's a very valid point. On the other hand, this is a very substantial, better than a prime research that is grindable, free to play. One of my biggest complaints with primes is that they don't end up becoming grindable or, or there's no way to get them. You know, like when we see a prime, for example, this month, it comes out with a specialty currency trader, a special prime particle token or whatever. We know Scopely has no intention on letting us grind that out. It's not like G5 materials where eventually I'm going to earn G5 materials and I'm going to be able to do it. They did do that once. Yeah, one time. One time. With away teams, I think it was. Uh, no, with the treasury. With the treasury. Treasury, building. but it was the away team particles, right, is what it was Correct. getting. Uh, no, territory. It it's territory. territory. Yeah, Territories, territory particles. Yes. All right. So, like, Scalyback says, what about second builder? Yeah, what about second builder? Hasn't that been, like, two-plus years now? Isn't it, like, yeah. two? Yeah. So, so there are things that Scopely just kind of tells us up front they're not going to do. And then there's other things that will avail- be available over time. This is one, and Bubba, you defended it respectfully the other day in chat. I don't remember who the player was, but you said, by definition, this is free to play. By definition, this is grindable. And by my own personal uh, preference in this game, I want 100% of content to be grindable, and I want you to be able to pay to skip the grind. That is my personal feeling on this game pay to skip the grind but everything should be grindable folks does anybody find any violation in mine or bubba's mantras with this feature trader i'm not trying to put you on the spot but is there something about this feature that does not check both of those boxes i think Um. it's accurate yeah, I'd give you that. Okay. So let me come back around because I know you've been frustrated with the game and I know you've been disappointed with the game and you even told me yesterday, this doesn't feel good to me. That's what you said. This doesn't feel like something I want to engage mm-hmm. in. So, yes. But you've also said that something that does give 20% net would be something that should interest you. So I have to ask... What about this? And there is a, a correct answer, by the way. I'm not trying to trap her. There's a correct answer. <laughs> there what? always is a correct well, answer. If there's there only is. one answer, then you I are can... trying to trap her. No, no, no. I, 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 I know. Here's I think how I based on our conversation, Here's I know what she's going to say. What is it that you don't like about this, Trader? As with so much of this game, when you're at, when you're at end game versus you know progressing through the middle – I have to do so much more to make it useful to me than, you know, a player who's ops 28, for instance. So this will require a lot of investment of time and money. 
both of them to make it worthwhile to me. There isn't an initial, you know, oh, this is really awesome. This is really beneficial. And it it doesn't get to grow with me like it would with a player who is just starting the game. That is right. true. So let's, ex- very let's expand on that for a second. Right? Please, so go ahead, Bubba. In order for players like Trader and, and myself to see that 20% that you said, hey, buy as much as 20% for this top level of player, mm-hmm. right? We have to max it. it we won't Correct. see any benefit at level one, two, really until you get almost all the way to max, right? We're not really going to see mm. much of an effect on most of these until you get that because our bonuses are so large to begin with, right? I we have would... so much research. Adding whatever it is, 15% to protected cargo is not going to move the needle. It may not even change the number, right? Yeah, yeah, that's... because your number is in millions, right? Right, exactly. So that's the problem, right? That's the issue of it, it takes a lot of time to see something that becomes relevant. Now, um, yes, when you get to the end, whereas a level 28 player, says 26, level 26 player may see an immediate benefit. Yeah. They may just unlock it and go, look at this change to my miners or my shields. or And so that is the frustration that highest ops level players have is that, yes, eventually in three years or X thousands of dollars. X thousands, I was going to say X thousands, yeah. Because even right. Trader said time and money. And I don't know that – I mean, it doesn't have to be time and money. It could be time or money. It definitely can be time and or money. Um, but there does have – there is choice. It could be time – For 11 years. Or money. Well, I don't know. Again, we look at it today, and, yeah, we math it out, and we could say it could take 11 years. I don't honestly feel like that is truly the case, but it's certainly not as quickly as you could buy it, obviously, okay? So, um, you know, you could buy it right here, right now, but it would be stupidly expensive, but there is a grinder's element. So I do ask, and I mean this with all the love in my heart, sometimes when I'm talking to Bubba Joe, you know, this is how this was even born. Do you guys remember the huge freaking explosion that happened on this show where this was born you remember this <laughs> all right it happened at the same time this happened you have to sit down and be wrong all right with all the love in my heart i do genuinely ask the question how slow is too slow because i know you guys aren't probably used to grinding a lot I am seeing screenshots in the chat. Listen, if you've already unlocked, uh, if you've already unlocked anything other than Picard's fossil, because I know that one came in the mission. Okay, if you unlocked anything other than Picard's fossil, throw your hand up in chat. Just just say I did, or you know I did, or you could throw a screenshot. I don't care. Just if you have unlocked something other than Picard's fossil, and I know there's not going to be a many. And by the way. If you did, I know that you probably bought a pack, okay, to be fair, because the only way you could have done that, Bubba Joe, is by multi-pulling the premium chest, okay? Because Or, yes, yes, but you'd have to multi-pull the premium chest, yes. Or, or, or you've played well, no, in so true. many, you've played you in so many pl- clean sweeps, right. Yes. You played yes. in a ton of clean sweeps, that is also possible, which, but that is massive time investment, massive time investment, Okay. So I'm not saying that you did buy a pack. I'm saying if you didn't, you put so much time 
right? Look because at Rex. 50, Rex says no packs, just push-ups, sit-ups, and plenty of juice. I get you, 15, man. That was a marathon. 15-minute timers feel like forever. Now. Oh, they're awful. Look here. Um, Archeray says, I got the Shield of Pericles opened up. He actually also got Picard's Fossil to Tier 2, and he got the Discovery Scale Replica. That is essentially, like, if he got Level 1 of the Fossil for free, then he's done three more, Bubba. He's done Level 2 of the Fossil, Level 1 of the Shield, and Level 1 of the Replica without buying a pack. Now, Archeray, I'm going to say, you spent a lot of time. You spent a lot of time to do that. So, Trader, there is a lot of time involved if we don't want to spend the money. Is it possible that when we were looking at these game mechanics, obviously I heard you say in the tone that you said 11 years, and, and obviously that's what it looks like today, which means we're probably not going to, to you know, do this without a significant amount of grind early well, on. But you're also a very busy person, a very busy so- professional. And don't have time to play this game for 15 hours a day, right? So what? where do you want Scopely here, to make this better for you? Here, here's the real question. Shouldn't a player get a benefit, a tangible benefit from something like this? And I think the answer to that is yes. You're going to roll out a new mechanic. There should be a tangible benefit for every player. Mm-hmm. Now, whether that is 20% or 20 million percent or, you know, 0.2%, every player should get a tangible benefit from it. It is frustrating that there is no tangible benefit. I am working for something that I can't get the benefit of for um, either spending thousands and thousands of dollars or waiting a significant period of time. And even if there is sourcing, And even if that sourcing does cut down on the grind, it is not going to make the, the, with the number of artifacts there are, the number of tiers that there are for each artifact, it isn't possible to do that in a reasonable period of time with the sourcing that we know that Scopely does. I suppose. Because we've seen it for four years. I suppose if we're chasing them all, I I agree with that. Um, I had a player send me some PMs, and I will throw these into uh, these screenshots into the graphics room, and you guys can determine whether or not it's worth it or not. Trader, this player is um, Ops58, and here is a before image. I'm going to throw it in the graphics room. And you tell me, is this, this is just from gameplay. The only thing he did is he bought some directives, and really, truthfully, he probably wouldn't have done that, but he was helping me. This is from JB. Uh, last night, Trader, he was helping me start some of these nodes, so he had to buy a pack of scope. He didn't give him the, the things. They just gave him to me. So here's his before on his level 58 ship hanger, um, and here is the after he unlocked level one of Mud's helmet. All right, just level one. And he really didn't do anything other than spend time with me. All right. So we did this for what? Probably 90 minutes last night. We ran four. Uh, we could have done more, Trader, but we were, <laughs> it was Twitch. Wait, so we were lollygagging in between. So I just want to understand what I'm seeing here. You You're seeing a, a 200, 200, 200 billion, billion reduction in, 200 billion reduction in steel and a 200 million reduction in titanium from Mud's hat. Level one. This Mud's hat. That's 
is I'm looking That's- for it. It's a rare Mud's helmet. Sorry, Mud's helmet. It's a rare, and it increases the cost efficiency of steel, trident, dill for buildings. And this bonus right here is only ten percent. So that ten mm-hmm. percent saved him two hundred billion steel. Now, to you, two hundred billion steel is probably small, but it is only ten percent. Now let's fast forward maybe a couple of months or maybe six months, maybe a year. I have no idea. But let's fast forward. This is level one, 10%. Let's fast forward to when he gets it to, I don't know, level five. Okay? Whoever knows however long that might take. Might be six months. That becomes a 30%. So now $200 billion is $600 billion, Right? Um, and this particular, which I totally agree with the timeline, which is why I just can't believe that this is it. It's month one. It's day two. It's going to get better. But this thing maxes Trader at 80%. Oh, there's, but there's better and then there's better, right? I mean, it can get better. 10 years and nine months is better than 11 years. <laughs> Trader. But is it actually better? It's not I mean, going to be 10 years. All right. I mean, I, I, be five. Do what? Do you, is is going to be five years? Or do you really think? I think do you really so think that they're I th- I think it'll end up press this down to one? No, I don't think so it'll be on. one. I, so, I think it'll so be what is Okay, so, sorry. So DJ, what is ten percent was two hundred billion based on this? And again, we're round numbers because yeah, just ballpark it, it. Yeah, just spitball. And that was at ten percent, right? Uh huh. So what was what was it get up to? It, at max it would get to eighty percent, which would in theory ballpark get you to roughly one point six trillion in savings, which okay. is and I don't know. Yeah, I know. I know, Mimi. You can't directly multiply it out, so it's not going to be one point six. It'll probably be closer to one point four, one point five. Again, diminishing returns. I get that, and I, I totally understand. Yep. yep. Um, but Cruzito says, "Why do you not think that they would do what they did with Syndicate?" I do. I do, Cruzito. That's what I'm saying. I think that this is the introduction. I think Scopely has admitted that they're always conservative, and that they will accelerate things later when it's time for something else or something new or some other expansion or this or that. But if 10%, Bubba, and somebody did this for me, I don't know who did it, it was a net yield of 3% already. So when you get this thing up to 80%, that's probably a net yield of, it's going to be 20%, probably plus. Right? Yeah, so so if we go from nine to, uh, we'll say it's one point five, right? So it goes to seven and a half, right? Okay, fair. That is that is roughly a, you know, fifteen percent. Uh, it's probably closer to sixteen or seventeen percent gain, right? To get to that maximum level, right? Okay. And obviously, that's good, right? That's actually at max level. That's probably the better part of a pack for that player, less per right? building. Yeah, per building. You know, so per building that costs that much for yes. sure, for so. sure. Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, you're talking about that is not a one time savings. It's going to be a savings on every building that that player builds forever. OK, Correct. so um, now to be perfectly honest with you, Chi, Major Chi writes four years and I still have not Max Moreau. That is not a scopely problem. OK, it, to be perfectly honest with you. There is something you're missing if you have not maxed Moreau and you've played this game for four years. All right. I'm not, I, I will be, I'm happy to talk to you about it after the show, 
But for you to not have a Max Moreau after four years, you're you're not pulling something. Okay, I mean you're showing you're showing a hundred million officer XP, so it's not unrealistic to assume that you're banking something else too. Have you considered playing the game? <laughs> I'm not going to say that. He might be strategically hoarding something, which is fine. But I'm just saying, four years into the game, Moreau should be maxed. Okay, to be perfectly fair. All right. And if you literally have no premiums and no ultras and she's still not maxed, then you have, the, you have Bubba Joe quality luck. <laughs> All right, you got Bubba Joe quality luck. But message me and we'll talk about it after the show. Bubba Joe, let's look at another one. This was just level one of Mud's Helmet. Why don't you show me one that you did some math on yourself? Let's look at one more. Uh, well, which one would you want to look at? So, so the ones that uh, I remember off the top of my head, because, you know, um, the ones that I remember off the top of my head is the first two uncommons, the Picard seashell and uh, um, uh, whichever, the, the orb, right? Both of those came in at right at 20%, the orb of prosperity. Did I lose you? I think you did. You lost interest. Uh, we, we, you, oh. Yeah, you can hear me. Where's, where's, does anyone hear DJ? Oh, sorry. Oh, no. oh, sorry, I was falling asleep. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, in all, in all seriousness, sorry. Oliver, Oliver had just stepped over. He's having a problem with his laptop, and I, I stepped away from my desk. I turned, you, I turned the speaker on, so I heard what you said, but I did have to step across the room because this computer was okay. Uh, it's working now, buddy. There you go. You're good. All right. He was like, Dad, my computer will let me watch YouTube. Meanwhile, his internet's not on. Don't make sounds. Just sit there and watch your YouTube. All right. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, the Orb of Prosperity, 20%. Let's talk about the Orb of Prosperity uh, very quickly. I'm looking for it. Orb, 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 Orb. Here we go. Orb of Prosperity, Max Cargo for survey ships. <sighs> now, me, I don't care. Okay. Me, right. me personally, I don't care about that one. But that's fine. 20%. Okay. What was the other one you mentioned, Bubba? Um, shoot. Uh, let me see. Let I me heard go. the orb of prosperity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Let me go pull up my. How many of these did you do? Did you go through all of them? Uh, no. So I have not gone through. So, like I said, the way I was doing this was I was taking data that was readily available and could easily suss out with, um, uh, with doing a simple division. Right? What is it now? What does it say it should be in STS got space? And do that math. So let's look at uh, like another one. Stamets original mycelium sample. That's another uncommon. Okay, Stamets. Here we go. Mycelium increases warp speed for all ships. All right. Now there is a scenario in which I would probably be interested in this. Okay. Yep. Um, incursions is probably one. Uh, just. Going to G5 space, going to deep space, because my warps, I haven't unlocked superhighways, so my warps are 15 minutes right now, so that would be nice. Um, but again, not a real game-impacting thing, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, but this one gets up to 20%, is what you're saying, or more. Yes. And, that, and, by, the way, and by the way, these are 20% values for Baba at 60. I'm here to tell you, if you're an Ops 35, if you're an Ops 30, if you're an Ops 40, 45, 50, the percentage is higher because you have less research than Bubba Joe does. 
Now, granted, we are talking, you know, distant future on maxing these, okay? All right. Archeray says, nice image. You know, that's, that's available in the game. I will say this. Scopely did a bang-up job. If they've screwed everything else up this month, Trader, they did a beautiful job on the Artifact Gallery UI. Beautiful. This is how I want to see everything in the game. This is how I want to see Bajoran. This is how I want to see Borg. This is how I want to see all the research trees. This is beautiful. All right. Click on that little I button at the top, and this is probably one of the most pleasing research buff UIs that Scopely has ever launched. Go ahead, Bob. Can I talk to something else? Frustrated. Oh, go ahead, Blue. No, go ahead. I was going to say, they probably got so frustrated with it that they just decided to make it for themselves while developing it. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Maybe so. Um, Bubba, what else you got? Well, so the other thing, and again, this doesn't have anything to do with the bonuses, but I appreciated that they took time to come up with these, right? Uh Some of these make sense, right? You know, a Haragrin, like... The, you know, some of these are actual artifacty type things. Orb of Prosperity, right? Mm-hmm. Shield of Pericles, Yeah, right? yeah. But then they came up with some, right? You know, the Batleth of the House of Martok, which anyone who's watched Deep Space Nine knows the relevance of what that is, right? Sure. And so they actually took time and said, hey, we are going to pick meaningful things from Star Trek and make them artifacts for this game. Yeah. I actually... As the Star Trek nerd, my nerddom shall not be defeated, um, which is a discussion for a much later time, hopefully soon, <laughs> um, is it, it loves this, right? Yes. I love that this that they went through, because they screw up the flavor so often. They really do. And they got it, in my opinion, very well done. Now... Should this be doing this? That's narratively, the, it's beautiful. Yes, yeah, that, but, that but team, at least it's, they hit the, they hit it off. They hit it out of the park in this. So I want to say that from a from a thematic standpoint, the things that they selected and the way that they look, I think is, in my opinion, very well done. And they're going to get props from me thematically this month. Oh yeah, the, this this whole thing. Somebody just said that DJs is having a nerdgasm. Uh, It's not just the UI. Bubba Joe is absolutely right. These are artifacts. Let's talk about what the definition of an artifact is. Somebody read me. What is the actual definition of the word artifact? It's something that is a relic, a collector's item, uh, something that is probably old, um, here, I'll read it to you. An object made by a human being, typically an item of cultural or historical interest. See entry, Bubba Joe. I am not an artifact. <laughs> I saw that in the chat. He's on my server. <laughs> I love it. All right. Something observed in a scientific investigation or experiment that is not naturally present but occurs as the result of a preparative or investigative procedure. Probably less applicable as the first one. Just an object made by a human, typically of cultural or historical interest. Bubba Joe's hit the nail on the head. Every single one of these comes from lore. And and for the record, it's not necessarily new lore, really, either. Correct. Someone in the chat's like, what is Janeway's coffee mug? Dude, Janeway used this coffee mug every day 
for years. It was in for every the better part episode. of a decade. It was in every, every episode. Episode. They couldn't use if you followed the show. They couldn't use the replicators to redo things. She used this cup forever. It is an artifact in terms of what it represents. Sure. It's something that is iconic. One so. of the one of the things that is so amazing about Voyager is is probably. I mean, Janeway is a great captain. I have always believed that when the show was new and I watched it. I loved Captain Catherine Janeway. Uh, I thought she was a fantastic captain. Not only that, I mean, if you really want to be cultural about it, she was the first female captain in a Star Trek IP. Like, first primary, the first lead character in a Star Trek television show. So, I mean, Kate Mulgrew, can you... you, I know that any nerd is going to know this, but you know she wasn't the original Janeway. There was somebody else. And she lasted one day on set. One day. Okay? I don't even remember her name. Uh, yeah, Bujold, was it? I don't, I don't remember her first name. One day. Genevieve Bujold was the original Captain Janeway. She lasted one day on set. I'm here to tell you, I've seen that pilot. I have actually seen it, Bubba Joe. If that show, and I'm not, she is a wonderful actress with a great career, but she was no Catherine Janeway. She was not what this story needed. All right? She is a wonderful actress. I'm not knocking on her. She's done a million other great projects, but she was not a Star Trek captain. Kate Mulgrew is, I, I can't imagine anybody else in that role. There's coffee in that nebula. Is there a more known quote from Captain Janeway? There's coffee in that nebula. I would say of the captains, no one quite said, get off my bridge, quite like Janeway. No, she didn't. Get off my bridge. She was angry about it. She was hateful about it. She would have punched you right through your face. Get off my bridge. Dude, she is an epic captain. And I think her coffee mug, like, basically was you knew when you saw it that like resolution was about ready to happen like there was going to be some major insight that she was going to get by just holding on to the mug that mug was her counsel i mean other than neelix other than tuvok at times other than chakotay uh, chakotay this mug was her one and only constant companion all right. And and so, yes, this is an artifact. It is a relic. It is it's pleasing to a Voyager fan to see Janeway's mug. I even joked about it last night, Trader, when I earned my first shards of Janeway's mug. I said, you know, OK, Janeway's mug. Then I saw what it did and it was base repair speed. I was a little bit disappointed by that. But I'm like, you know what? It's Janeway's mug. These are collector's but- items for me. You know, and it sounds like, like Bubba is iconic the same. as uh, Cisco's baseball. Yes, yes. What else? It's iconic as Cisco. Where is Cisco's baseball? By the way, do you think we've seen the final list of artifacts? No, absolutely not. As a matter of fact, good call, Blue. Probably the most notable. Somebody else, Bubba Joe, you've got to have one. What is the most notable artifact from your personal lore? What is missing from this list? Trader, you too. Blue, you you too. Karkin, Putz, everybody can answer this question. What is one artifact that you feel like belongs in Scopely's quote-unquote Hall of Fame? Because that's what this is. Bubba, what's yours? 
Resican flute. Yes, Picard's flute. Thousand percent. Okay. By the way, any nerd knows that. He said what it was. I instantly remember the episode. Picard learned to play the flute because he lived an entire lifetime in the span of seconds. Right? Who doesn't know that episode? Okay? Love it. Trader, what's yours? Oh, I don't know. Come back to me. Okay. We'll do. Blue, you mentioned Cisco's baseball. Is that what you want to go with? I mean, that, that's one. Odo's Bucket's another. Uh, Odo's you know, Bucket, sure. Okay, let's look at the chat. Maximum Hunter Dude says, Riker's Trombone. Beautiful. I love it. K92. K92 says, Jordy's Visor. Absolutely. Oh, I that love would it. be awesome. Right? People are yeah, I wasn't all sure about like, Kira's, like, Kira's earring was on that same note with Jordy's Visor. I just wasn't sure of the implication of us having it. <laughs> yeah, possible. <laughs> Scalyback says, what about Uhura's earpiece? Yes, the original TOS Uhura, that big old honking earpiece that she had to wear. Rude Dude says Worf's sash. Zandy says, what about Worf's batleth? Griffin, love it, buddy. Chakotay's medicine bundle. And by the way, if you're fans of these, you know each and every item we've just named. Data's picture of Tasha. Uh, a mobile emitter. Absolutely. All right. Um, oh, Vanguard, that's a little dark, but I'll go with it. The Krenum Time Ship's captain, uh, his, his hair that was in that jar. Do you remember that episode? The Krenum Time Ship. That was a Voyager episode. He kept his, a lock of his wife's hair inside, uh, inside a, a box that was immune to the, to the effects of space-time. Okay, full dog. Was a very interesting episode. It was a great episode. It it was almost like I like to liken the best villains. I've said this before. Somebody else has agreed. The best villains don't believe they're villains. Khan mm-hmm. did not believe he was a villain. I mean, he kind of knew it, but he was doing it for his people. We've talked yeah, he about just saw, he just saw himself as better. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about the MCU at least in Endgame Part One. In Endgame Ooh. Part 1, Thanos thought he was bettering the world. Now, in Part 2, they did make him darker. They did make him more. I think that was probably why, Bubba Joe, people empathized with Thanos in Endgame Part 1. They thought he was the good guy. I, I mean, mean I- when you're stuck behind a slow driver, it, it, gets, it just creeps into the brain, you know? Right? Okay, <laughs> they had to make him more evil in the second one because... People didn't think he was a real bad guy. All right, the Krenum captain, another example of that. A great great villain. Go ahead, Bubba. What about the phased cloak? The phased cloak. Neelix's spoon. Oh, how good. How good. What was the uh, game that uh, Tuvok played? Uh, Uh, Oh, crap. Yeah. The one with uh, with all the, the pins. Doesn't it end in an O? Uh, Calto, thank you. Calto. Absolutely. Absolutely, a Calto board. I, I was well, thinking 3D chess. Well, there was that game. Uh, there was that game that Seven of Nine and Naomi Wildman always played, and Neelix played. What was that one? Connect Eight? I don't know. Cotascot. That's right. A Cotascot oh, yeah. board. What? Thank you. Captain Proton's uh, jetpack. 
I mean, guys, there are thousands, and we can't ask Scopely to add them all, but I'm just saying, this is the Hall of Fame. These are artifacts, and yes, I will give props where props is due. Bubba Joe, I'm with you. I uh, didn't mean to spend too much time on this, but this is the nerd part of this. This was written narratively so, so well. Really was. Really, really. <laughs> Lloyd says, how about Ensign Kim's pip? I could go with that. <laughs> I could go with that, okay? Even more recently, how about uh, Brad Boimler's uh, Tom Paris plate? See, that would be fun stuff. That would be fun stuff, okay? So there are things. Oh, my God, Shinjo has a real one? You have? Oh, my goodness, gracious trader. Shinjo has a real Tom Paris plate. I'm putting, I'm putting that in the graphics room. You, sir, are a true collector. That is incredible and amazing. So, yeah, Bubba, I love, I love the narrative piece. Sorry, I didn't mean to spend so much time on that. Uh, I come back and I say, this feature, the feature of the artifacts, I am very, I am intrigued. Trader, I said that at the beginning of the month. I said it before the month started. I am intrigued. I said, I don't know how it's going to turn out. It looks really, really slow. I don't think I've changed my position on literally anything. It does look very, very slow. But I am still intrigued. I am looking forward to collecting these items. I'm looking forward to leveling them up. I'm looking forward to new ones that come out. Now, again, I'm not the most excited about more armadas. Okay? But at least they're a little bit different. They are complicated. I think that it'll get better with time. I was even telling my admiral earlier today, it's new. It's chaos. You know, people in Alliance chat were getting all fussy, Bubba Joe. People are saying, well, I'm just going to throw a 30-day shield. Like, not wanting to take the time to understand or coordinate or, or learn. And I get it. I do get it. This game, we, we've seen it in the chat a lot of times, Bubba. People say, I don't want super complicated. Like, I want this to be my refuge. I want this to be my relaxation. You've said it before. And yep. I, I have kind of countered that with I like complicated things. I don't really mind this. I had a great time on Twitch last night with my team. I really, really did. Um, so we've, we've talked about the difference in between having complication that leads to strategy yeah. and complication in execution, right? Yes. Understanding what is the right crew for an armada. Well, you want to have someone with hull breach. You want to have people mm -hmm. with extra shots. Everyone needs to be able to boost their criticals. You, you know, there is strategy in putting together an ideal Armada crew, right? Now, we may not have the targets to really challenge, you know, if you depending on the size of the ships you have, but there is strategy in that. As opposed to complication of go run a solo, come yeah. get people to that. I mean, there is there is strategy and there's complication. And I think most people do not mind strategy. What they hate is complication. Do you find this formation armada target, do you find it complicated it is a headache it may not be complicated but it is definitely a headache and the reason is is that there's no good way in game you can use discord if everyone in your alliance is on discord but almost no one's alliance is or at least in my experience that hasn't been the not case. everybody sure right that there's no way in game to easily coordinate Who's going where? Like the chat explodes in chaos, yeah, right? It does. There's no good way to coordinate 
John goes here and, and, you know, Kim goes here and Jason goes there and, and, you know, there's no good way to organize that. Right. And so you end up with six people in one of them and three in another, and you're missing someone and you may not defeat it. Right. There is, it needs to have a better way to have this be a separate AC discussion for this armada or something that tags individual players, right? There needs to be a better way to communicate with your alliance in game uh, to make this happen. Because what I've seen and I've heard in chat is that there is just people will just send to the first one or they'll catch the last one. And then you get people that are upset because they missed out because there were only four slots. It's not, it needs to be more efficient. I don't think that it's hard. It just isn't efficient. So it's not a good way to organize it. I don't know. I, I wish Ripper were here because I have a direct question for him, but I'm going to say something that I've seen in many other games. I don't know that I've ever seen it in a mobile game. Actually, I take that back. I have. Eve Echoes has it when I dabbled with that for a minute, Bubba Joe. Party chat. Okay? Yep. Party chat. I want to be able to bring in my four players or even my 12 players into a single party chat where we are isolated. I call the Armada. People say that they want to join in. Then I click their button and I invite them to my party. Then we can coordinate who goes to which one, right? Or, or it could even be a party of just my four. All right. And, and then me and the two other leaders, we've got a party chat so we can hand out leader commands. And then each leader has their own party chat with their, with their total of four players. There are three other players. And, and party chat, I think, solves some of this. Now, granted, Wardot is right. Another chat window that Scopely can break. Yeah, they, they can't even get the one right that they got now. Uh, in, in, but in most cases, that is past tense right? Usually, usually stuff works in real time. That's all you need here. You need 15 minutes of real-time chat, all right? Um, party chat, which is something crazy enough that Ripper used to work for a company that used to develop third-party applications for major titles where all he did, Trader, was build the communication software that was then basically ported into these games, all right, that's what mm -hmm. he did. He built for a software company that only built communication. And by the way, some of his larger clients included Microsoft and Xbox. All right. Xbox was using the software that Ripper, uh, that was sold by the company Ripper was working for. He worked on. That is not Microsoft's own communication software. Ripper sold it to Microsoft. All right. That is what's needed here. Okay, that's what's needed here. No, I'm not. I, I wanted to ask Ripper, is Scopely even capable? Is this game even capable of porting in a chat? A chat software. <laughs> honestly, trying to think about it. No. You, I'm going to go with no. You laugh, with everything but honest to God, it, I'm going to go with no. You laugh about it, but honest to God, if Scopely did actually port something in from a reputable third-party company, it would probably work beautifully. Well, yeah, because somebody else designed it. Probably. I said, get it I said to probably. Talk to their own code? I did say probably. <laughs> okay, I did say probably. All I'm saying is that, I think, solves a lot of problems throughout this game. It would even solve the expansion cube problem. I agree completely. So, that's, I, so I think that that is because this, 
This requires another level of coordination, right? Sending to the correct one, making sure you have a distribution of power, that not all your bigs go to the same armada, things like that. I think that because of that, this has been a pain point for some players. Now, again, it's two days old. As you do more, people will get better about it. They yeah. will understand what they need to do, how it's different from a regular group armada, how it's different from solos. I think there's a capability for players to adapt to something like this, but it is an unnecessary complication that could be solved with, shockingly, better communication. Okay, so we've got the communication tools. Let me ask you and Trader and Blue and the chat if you could make one, and I am going to use the word simple, interpret that as you will. What I mean by simple is not rewriting the entire feature. Like I had somebody send me a message, Bubba Joe, and and with all the love in the world, I kind of just chuckled when I read this. Um, they were being serious, and and I couldn't I couldn't respond. In, in a way that I thought was serious. <laughs> so I, I kind of smiled and just kind of joked about it. Um, but here was the PM. DJs, what are the odds you can talk Scopely into changing these to three connected solo armadas versus a group armada? That way you're coordinating with three people and not 12. Now, I don't necessarily dislike the idea, to be perfectly honest with you. That's why I love solo armadas so much, Trader. It's just me, right? I just have to count on me. So I don't necessarily dislike the idea. But Scopely is not <laughs> going to redesign this from the ground up to make them formation solo armadas. You see what I'm saying? That's right. That's going to be the June feature. Okay, They can't do it here in May. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's the June feature, obviously. Um, that being said, when I say simple, I mean adjustment Bubba Joe not embedding a communication chat client not rewriting the feature all right is there something simple that I can take back to the design team or the live ops team and say hey listen this would help a lot I think I have one for the record all right and and I am going to deem it simple because I think it is but we've also asked for it for three years and haven't gotten it so maybe not I'm going to go with a start button all right. Uh, Bubba Joe, what do you think that you could simply do to make this a better feature for you and your team? Uh, I know well, it's a tough my question. Number one, no, so, so my number one issue with these is the flat rewards, which, again, you talked about as a benefit because now you can just go jump down to the bottom ones and use a loot crew. And that, that does not ideal, right? You don't want the most powerful players running the lowest level armadas because the players that can't get to the higher level armadas are now being crowded out, right? A smaller alliance is being crowded out because there's no incentive to use the higher level armadas. Now, if you come back and tell me that for sure, guaranteed, I can get this artifact I want from a different armada, but I don't think that's what you're going to find when you and Blue break this down. Oh, I know. And if that was their know. intent, it doesn't seem to be working correctly. So if that's something that they actually want to have happen, then that may change this. But right now, there's no incentive to run the harder armadas other than a yeah, just, small token amount of extra loot. Just posted a chart with uh, the host chests, the participant chests, and the base armada loot. Oh, nice. Not a lot of difference. Yeah, not a lot of difference. We'll throw that into the graphics room there very quickly. This is what Blue is talking about and what Bubba is referencing with the loot distribution. You know, I 
It's too early for me to judge that, Bubba. If they did properly drop certain artifacts into certain Armada targets, then that justifies this really small loot gap because we want everybody to be able to kind of do everything, right? Um, sure. But it does depend on what we ultimately find with this, with this uh, artifact table. So I'm not prepared to, to bash on that yet, but I do see your point, and I accept it. Trader, I, I don't think that you've played this feature yet, but maybe yours is not in the feature itself. Maybe it's in the buffs, right? What you feel like... Oh, I have lots of problems with the buffs. Let's, if you, if you, <laughs> I, you said the feature. Well, I am kind of talking about the feature, but, but you know, Trader, Trader made it known earlier that, like, hey, listen, it's going to take a lot of money or it's going to take a lot of time, neither of which I'm willing to give, so make it feel better for me faster. Let me ask Trader a different question then, Bubba. Trader, if you were speaking to the designer right now, what would you say makes this feature simply, okay, what makes this feature more engaging to you? Is it the time or the, the acquisition of rewards? Yeah, I would say adjust. I mean, you don't need to give it the biggest buff at tier one, but I think the the buffs that they give, the artifacts give, should be front-loaded, not back-loaded. Hmm. That's my opinion. Well, and I think that that can be solved if they take a more creative approach to how these work, right? If it worked more like um, the way that some of the syndicate scales or the way that some of the territory capture abilities scale, right? How they are different at different ops ranges so that they are theoretically more relevant to those specific ops ranges. And so when you go from 39 to 40, that buff goes from 50% to 90%, right? And then when you go from 49 to 50, that buff goes from 90% to okay. 160%. So you're talking about right? scaling buffs. That's one thing that you've talked a lot about is, is scaling buffs. Yes. Yeah. Um, I am seeing in the chat that even a start now button is not going to be universally well-received because of alliances at war and things like that. You know, honestly, let me ask just a generic question. If you took every Armada timer in the game and you slashed it to five minutes would that be more preferential than a start now button because i know i know overall because i know that people do like to disrupt them for war i i get that okay my alliance wars a lot we disrupt armadas okay i get it all right people disrupt our armadas we got to play them better we got to play them smarter we got to cloak we got to bring extra ships we got to do this we got to do that i get it that is that is probably one of the few skill-based or strategy-based things in the game when you're warring and you got to try to do an armada the start button no, would... Just, al just cloak your ship. It doesn't make a difference. Well, in the cases where you want to use a cloak, right? But not you, you can't always. Get, you don't have a cloak for Stella, for example. And, you know, just as an example. But okay. would a start now button be more universally well-received or just making every timer in the game five minutes? Because here's what I'm thinking. So, so if you're I looking at say, this armada right here... I, hang I, on, I got, I got you covered here. If you're looking at this armada where people already think it's a headache... And it's already hurting cats. Try to get 12 players there with the right crew in five minutes instead of 15. People are already struggling with 15. Yes, and I think that a start now button is a much better solution than just cutting the timers because not everyone has the same warp speed to get there, right? You may decide, you may announce the Armada, and they might be six minutes out, 
right? They may not have all exactly. the warp ups, especially for players that don't have as high of a ops, high of research, right? So the start map, start now button is significantly a better option than just lowering the time. But what about the gameplay? What about the gameplay that is affected by players? Who, so, who I got do that. war? I mean, you are going to take away one of the most meaningful um, responses in war if you eliminate timers. I, I got you covered, DJ. Uh, Go ahead. That's uh, and I know, and I know how to do it. You got to think about the way Scopey's going to do it. Like they're only going to do it if there's revenue, and you got the Mantis Sting, <laughs> so you're going to have the so Mantis gonna be a Armada juice. Sting. There's going to be a Juice Armada, for start now. You sting the Armada, so it can't start now, <laughs> and then you attack it. Oh my you gotta god! Think about revenue here, Blue. You're fired. Uh, <laughs> get off the stage, okay? Um, if Scopey's listening to that, I'm, I'm clipping. I'm clipping the last thirty seconds of this podcast out of the final recording. Um, Trader, I, I heard you kind of sigh at me, but minor wars is not impactful. My, my, killing miners is this, not impactful. War in this game isn't impactful at all, and I say that as someone who's been at war for four four years. I've played this game; it's meaningless. All it does is just cause people to rage spend, which is why Scopely likes it. War all war does is benefit Scopely. That's all it I does. don't disagree that war yeah, benefits Scopely. I don't disagree that war benefits Scopely, but there are there are more impactful things to players than killing a miner. Okay? And it's not oh, even killing a warship sure, that's, that's PvE grinding. You can raid their base. You can raid their I mean, base. There's lots, of, there's lots of impactful things you can do in this game, but I suppose it's all a matter of perspective. Yeah. To me, you want to do an armada, you're at war, you cloak your ship. If you if it's doing an exchange armada, you bring a cloaked ship, and who cares about your Stella? I mean, you just well, adapt. It yeah, but not matter. everybody not everybody's done with that loop. Some people still need to use Stella. A lot of people still need sure. to use Stella. So, uh, all right, I was just kind of curious. We need to take our final that, break. So, but but isn't that isn't that part of what would make right? So you let's say you are really watching it, and you're targeting, and you're going to hit start now, just as soon as those other two ships get there, right? And so you are actively playing this game. You're not like, you know, it's and if but if you do it where everyone is going at the same time, there's lots of ships to hit in war, right? They're all just there. They're all ready to be hit, right? So I think that 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 level of engagement is okay. If you have someone that is actively watching the Armada and ready to go, we're ready to go right this second. We got to get it launched before we can get hit, right? I think that that's okay, right? They want or should want that level of active engagement. So it doesn't eliminate the ability to lose an armada because you're at war. It requires you to strategically do it differently, and I think th I think that's okay. It, does it does it reduce the time that you're exposed to doing war? Sure, but I mean, it's not like a 15 minute timer is a one hour timer, right? It's not like you're exposed forever. It's so I think that it's I, I think that it just changes the way that you would have to go about doing war. You'd have to be more active in looking for your war targets. Not and only I'm that, okay with that. Cruzito points up a points out a really brilliant thing, and then we gotta take a break. Start now is not even possible for four modas. Because if you've got a different alliance on your node, you know, yeah, what do you what if you do there if another alliance or even another team, you know, you're looking at your four team, you got your four ships there. And of course in AC it'd be easier, but what if another alliance Planet of have to click start now on your format. Yeah, but you click start now. What if the other alliance isn't ready? You can't communicate with them other than, except for through PM. All right, that's that is actually a valid concern, Cruzito. And thank you for bringing it out. You know, you can't do start now for one of them because it's a it's a simultaneous mata 
simul simul simultamata simulmata. Wouldn't that just be like a ready up system? Like my armada's ready, this armada's ready. When third armada ready, it all goes. Each well, leader's yeah, I can see up. that. Everybody, everybody has a button. Like you know, like like my kid plays Fortnite. You know, the party is ready to go in. If he doesn't hit the ready button, they're just sitting there in the lobby waiting on him. Uh, they're like, "Yo, Oliver, click the button." Click, the, you know. So I mean, yeah, you could do a ready up system. So that could be a thing. You wanna, I guess. You, you wanna? Can I put on the blue Mandalorian hat here? That doesn't the sound pro scopely hat. I was gonna say it doesn't sound super easy. It doesn't sound like a simple thing. Um, go ahead, Bubba. So I, don't know if I like that. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, is just is sell them, Bubba Joe. Just sell them all. Sell sell the tokens. Sell, sell Armada token speed up. Sell sell. Yep. You can you can buy a hundred dollar pack token and you get ten minutes worth of speed ups. Not ten minutes of speed ups, but you get so many start it now tokens, right? Well, but still, again, a start it now token isn't going to work on a formation Armada because you got other you got other people. And I obviously hammer it. That's not whale talk. I think that's a terrible idea. And that's why I want to cut this whole section because Scope is going to be like, ooh, <laughs> we were going to work on a start now. But, yeah, they're right. Let's sell Armada Timer speed ups. Oh, my dear yeah, that's God all heard. in heaven. Yeah, that's all they heard. That That's it. Okay. All right. So what? Break. Everything before the artifact talk or like after? So I'll mention some <laughs> more artifacts. Oh, uh, yeah. And that, that's right, Cruzito. The then they'll give us a pip. All right, because they'll give us one free minute a day, oh, but, God. but they'll give don't, us a pip for it. Don't get me started on that edition. <laughs> Got to take a break. When we come back, um, I don't know. I guess questions. We'll do questions. I'll throw out um, I, I, questions. That's all I got. I got nothing left. We've, we've talked about everything. We did. We, this show has been very mechanical. And let me just throw out, it's only two and a half hours. We're doing great on time. So we're gonna. So take we didn't. We didn't actually talk about any of the. But the thing is, is just very quickly. And <laughs> Bubba's always so like, "Listen, if we've got thirty minutes to burn, I've got something to say." <laughs> you said you wanted to talk about which artifacts are meeting the twenty percent and which are not. And I said it was very interesting that what you said at the beginning of the show was, "I would expect the epics to really meet that twenty percent threshold, <laughs> and the uncommons would not." And what I found is a lot more of the uncommons meet that twenty percent threshold. And the epics don't come anywhere close. Okay, that's fair. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. We'll take a deep dive into a couple of these epics, including their shard count and the bonuses that they actually give on the other side of this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We return in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Today's show brought to you in part by Facebook.com slash Posse, your one-stop shop for all toys, whether for pleasure, professional, buying, selling, or just remembering your childhood. Visit them online at Facebook.com slash Posse for the toy collector in all of us. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Feebler Cookies, the cookies made by really, really old elves. Hey there, good looking. Any idea what the kids and I can get you for Mother's Day? Mother's Day is less than a week away. You're just thinking of this now? Uh, I'm just talking about the icing on the cake. You know, something extra. You know what I want? For you to take the kids for the entire day and I can relax. Maybe have a spa day. Have dinner with my girlfriends. You think you could do that? Oh, uh, watch the kids? Is she crazy? I can't watch the kids. Honey. Um, 
How about a new necklace? You relived your childhood in Fantasyland, went back in time at Frontierland, and embraced the future in Tomorrowland. Now come visit Disney's newest kingdom, Unemployment Land. Hey there, little buddy. Can you spare some change? Molly, this guy smells like tuna fish. And make sure to get there early for our newest thrill ride. Snow White and the Seven Hobos. How shocking. A roller coaster with a few ups, but a ton more downs. Worse than I thought. Disney's new Unemployment Land. Taking tons of Americans by surprise this spring. feature actually it was probably me maybe trader too trader you had you had high hopes did, did do you think that i falsely set you up trader because i said that i felt like it was a little bit bold you're a little bit disappointed with it i do think that once players get over the initial shock of it i do think that it's a i, I think it's a substantial feature for the majority of players i think i think i think a lot of things I think that it's okay. it is. Let loose. A, Tell me, DJ, you're a, a jackass. Re, it's a rehash. It's a rehash of everything they've done before. This this is the Bajoran Loop Redux, except now you got to wrangle three different Darmadas at once. <laughs> everything is exactly the same. I do feel a lot uh, of similarities to Bajoran. Yes, I do find similarities to Bajoran. Um, and and like I said, I'm not the most enamored with the Armada mechanic. I would have liked to have seen something new and fresh. Uh, a capture the hill. Heck, even incorporated somehow into territory. I do not. Something. I do not understand their, how there's why they are so enamored with armadas. Enough with the stupid armadas. Traitor! It's all they can we do. Them. That's it. That's we all they can do. Them. Reds and mottas. Reds and mottas. Mottas and reds. That's all they got. Okay. I hate it. They tried uh, assaults. Know, it I failed. Yeah. Well, they, they, honest to God, they tried they, a new hostile target. It fell on its face. They were miserable. That was a miserable failure. That's because they were designed poorly. The, like, you know, Ripper said they need to be bold. They need to, you know, go out there. And it seems like everything that they're trying to be bold is just. They, no, no, they're not being okay. bold. It's rehashing. Everything they're doing is rehashing. A.K.A. Rehashing DJs, you got me excited, had. you furry jackass. All right, Bubba Joe, next. No, no I, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Uh, armadas are technically, or assaults are technically I am, armadas. Uh, I get it. 
I am far, far, far too jaded to be taken in by your excitement over something pre-release. No <laughs> it, offense. It could have been. It could have been. It could have been a lot of nerdism too. Like I'm looking at these, and you know, like Bubba was saying earlier, I was I was very excited narratively for a lot of this stuff, uh, just because I felt like it was these were, you know, people talk about being ship collectors. People talk about building all the ships, right? Like we we've talked about that. People sure. talk about building all the ships. They want all the ships, Bubba. You claimed last month, quite proudly, I might add, that for the first time in four years, you had 100 percent of available officers unlocked. Now, Bubba, yep. you aren't using all of those officers. You just didn't want any grayed out officers at the bottom of your list, right? Correct. That's an achievement. I've been it is an achievement. That. It's very, I mean, obviously it's a huge achievement. So congratulations to you on that. It is a huge collector's achievement. If this were a game like in Google Play or if this were a game on, on Epic Games or if this was a game on Microsoft's platform, you would have gotten a badge. You would have gotten an yep. accomplishment or, or what, what, a trophy or, or whatever. You would have gotten one of those things that marks that you accomplished something of note in the game, that you had achieved a, an achievement. That's what I was thinking of. That you have um, done something that not many people get to do. I to keep moving I, that line. I actually kind of look at artifacts. Like I've never been a ship collector, nor have I been an officer collector. I might have, I, I've not been an avatar collector, a hailing you frequency never collector. You Pokemon, did you? Nope, never played Pokemon. Got to have them all. Nope, not DJs. I don't need any of them. I have never felt the need to collect anything. I have never felt the need to collect artifacts or, or, av or sorry, not av or, uh, uh, avatars and frames like Ripper. Ripper wants them all. Got to have them all. He wants the, all the, the, the projectiles. Right, even the non-functional ones. He wants just the the ones that look. He wants just the 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 the, the God the, the non-utility. What are they called? Cosmetics. God. Yeah, I had no idea where you're you going. got yeah, there sorry. at the end. It's <laughs> you made it. The things, the stuff, and the. <laughs> Nouns are hard. Don't don't come the down. Who's on it's me. And the who's-its and the what's-its? Give me a break. Yeah, the who's-its and the what's-its. <laughs> oh, come on. The words, the words that won't come out of my mouth. Don't you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Those nouns. Yeah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right, that stuff. Trader, call me crazy. I don't know. Maybe I am. I, I, Scopely finally gave me something that I actually want to collect. And Why? Because it is the nerdiest stuff in this game. This speaks to my soul. These artifacts, these significant items of Star Trek lore is finally something I want to collect. My mic wasn't working when you were out talking about them, but I want the Sword of Kaelas, which is floating around space. And since the Borg wanted it, I want Picard's um, old corpse husk. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Come on, man. Karkin, well, spoilers. Spoilers. Come on. <laughs> I wanted Picard's husk. That's a, that's a great one. I mean, seriously, you got to take that verbatim. You got to put that in the game verbatim. I want Picard's husk in there. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. How about the killer tribble? Says Vengeance. Yeah, that's a good one. 
Uh, oh, packet, you're tugging at my heartstrings here. Now, man. was that a killer tribble, or is that just what all tribbles look like when confronted with Klingons? You, maybe, yeah. Packet is is tugging on my heartstrings here, Trader. He wants the TNG a, poker table, like that a story behind that. that might, and you know what? That's a good one. These things that have emotional relevance to us. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, the like, dartboard. The dartboard. Yeah, okay, I could get. Yeah, I could get behind the dartboard. But these things that have emotional relevance to us that that might be it bubba joe i've never had emotional Morn attachment seat. to a separatist d3 <laughs> don't care Morn seat okay yeah. but i have emotional attachment i know the lore on literally every single one of these maybe that's why it excites me maybe that's why i'm wanting to actually collect these i could almost care less about the buffs the buffs are a side effect for me bubba i look at this like you look at your officer carousel i want them all you know well and so well, the officers the this month are nice that's the thing that big country and i talked about for a long time right i identify with these officers i know who they are they represent something to me from the show i want to be able to play with them they i want them unlocked whether or not i get to tear them up whether or not I get them to their max level and their max efficiency, obviously, as the player that I am, I want that too. But being able to put Picard on a ship, being able to put Bashir on a ship, that, just like you're talking about, I identify with these artifacts. Being able to play with these characters that we identify, identify with and love and have cared about through our love of Star Trek, that is an important thing that Scopely has more or less missed and said no 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 no. you've got to spend or you've got to do this six months or 12 months or you have to wait until we put them in a access to these officers unlock of these officers identifying and get to, to use these officers should be something that is easy and upgrading should be harder and because we identify with the ships that are from the show not the meridian but the ships that are from the show the officers that are from the show. And it's one of those visceral feelings of how and why we love Star Trek. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. And, and Scopely might have finally touched a nerve with me uh, with these artifacts because this is something that I am kind of excited about. I do want to chase them. And, and it's not crazy enough. I mean, I'm, I don't have my eye on any one. Bubba Joe, I'm not I'm not eyeballing any one thing for utility, although I probably will eventually, like when I get this whole thing mapped out, I'll probably look for the ones that that are going to give me better utility and give me some more efficiency in my game, in my game, in Ultimate DJ's game, not necessarily the best math in the game, but something that I want and I need. I'll probably start to to chase those artifacts, but just looking at them, I do I do want them all. And 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 if I got any shards. Uh, I'm not going to necessarily be disappointed in this. Um, but I think that is also a part of my separation of disappointment, Trader, is I am not as excited about this feature for the utility. Obviously, it's great, okay? And I'm glad that Scopely finally is going to offer something that has tangible benefit. I still think that it's going to take too long, but I'm kind of more excited about the emotional piece of this feature myself. And uh, and that's why I can look at the buffs and say, okay, I'll eventually get there. But I'm more excited just what they named them, which is maybe stupid. Um, now <laughs> Zandy says, now I can play the jingle. Okay. I want it all. Yes. <laughs> I want it all. Finally, it applies to me. Yes, thank you. Uh, yeah, Griffin, that's a good one. Data Sherlock pipe. 
Somebody else had mentioned Data's poker visor, Bubba Joe. I mean, there's so many good. There's so many good things that you could use here. And obviously, Scopely can't use them all because then it would be diluted as crap and it would be a terrible feature. But, uh, but no, there's, there's a lot of good things that they could use. So uh, anyway, let's go through. Mark, what is wrong with you? Like, seriously, where's that sound alert? Do I, have, do I have access to that sound alert? Do we have Beck saying, what is wrong with you? I need that. I need that on a button. Do I have that? I probably don't. I wish I did. Special audio. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to find it. DJs, what is wrong with you? Except I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rename it. I'm going to say, Mark, what is wrong with you? Mark wants Data's head as an artifact. Are, are you... Are you are like you, before? Are you the, just that dark, the man? The head that was thrown back in Get the out of cave. Here. Get out of here. The head from in the cave. The cave head. From the, yeah. He wants cave Data's head. head. Data's cave head. Oh, get and out the, of here. That means you got to have the snake rod with that as well. <laughs> That's all. Data's head and the snake rod. I do not agree with that particular artifact. That would make me sad. Um, <laughs> Just plug it onto a data. You're good to go. You don't. You don't agree <laughs> that it exists. What? What are you disagreeing about? I don't like it as the idea of an artifact. I find it morbid and dark. I'm trying to avoid the darkness. Look at that. Cruzito's going to make it. Wouldn't find it morbid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's okay. He got better. Everything's fine. Yeah. yeah uh, you, okay, fine. Hypochondriac was like, but Picard's husk was okay, right? All right, fine. I've just... Uh, fair. <laughs> That's a fair point. Uh, <laughs> ago, my, my, ca- my head was in a cave for centuries, but uh, I got better. <laughs> All right. Bubba Joe, we've actually got a couple of minutes left. Um, I don't know that I had anything else on the list today. Do you have something that needs to be discussed? Battleship. with? You know what? I can't do Battleship. I'm sorry, I can't do Battleship today because I haven't done the off-air picks yet. So I have to get caught up. I have to give the off-air players their due, Trader. It's their turn, and I just haven't done it yet. So I will do it. I will probably do it either tonight or tomorrow, but I promise, and, and we'll, we'll get caught up. I did five winners on the last one. Five winners is a lot to keep up with, Trader. So I've got to do five winners off-air. I have to do the five winners on the podcast. That's ten winners i got to chase down and catch up, and then we'll do more. Okay, I promise. I promise. I, I, won't, I won't let it go. Okay? Um, I just, I just, I'm still, listen, I'm not like, you know, all of a sudden, like all happy and better. Like I'm still dealing with my stuff. As a matter of fact, I got, I got a therapy appointment here tonight in like an hour and 45 minutes. So, I mean, we still good on time, but I don't have like all that time, but like, yeah, I got to get out of here. Got to take a shower. I got to understood. Got to go talk to Fred. Fred's the name of my therapist. He's great. I like him. He asked me how I feel a lot, but I like to talk. Every time you enter the room, does he say, did you shield first? He doesn't. Not yet. We're getting there, okay? We're getting to that level of of personal personal, uh, uh, interaction. But no, like, seriously, he probably has the easiest job uh, in in my particular case because, Bubba, he only has to ask me, like, three or four questions per session. And then, whoops, we're out of time because I just talk. So um, he spends a lot of time writing, which makes me very nervous. (laughs) <laughs> let's talk about the uh let's talk about the events on sdsc.space again <laughs> no no um but i mean he does know that i create content for you guys as a matter of fact he's recommended that i really kind of just push through and do content like i'm not I, I am feeling better trust me i am but i'm i'm still not like you know like last night trader i really didn't want to come and do content but i knew i kind of had to and and he was like, you really should, you know, people count on you. You've got an obligation. Scopely wants you to do this stuff. So, you know, he he was instrumental in getting me online last night. I really didn't feel like it. Um, today, to be perfectly honest with you, 
Uh, Oliver and I played. Did hooky. you do a deep dive and make sure he wasn't a secret Scopely employee? <laughs> uh, Oliver and I played hooky today, Trader. Uh, that's how great my day was going. So I'll tell you about my day real quick, and then we'll answer some questions in the chat. This morning I get up. Oliver DJs has a dentist appointment, so I take him to his dentist appointment. It actually takes a little bit longer than I was expecting. Um, so we get out of there, and then, of course, what do you do when you leave the dentist? You go buy milkshakes. So that's what we did. Um, but then I look at the clock, and I'm like, man. By the time I get him back to school, he's going to have less than two hours of school left. So I sent a message to Mrs. DJs. I'm like, how angry would you be if we just, like, play hooky and go to the batting cages? And I asked her first, in all fairness. I didn't want to disappoint Oliver. I asked her first. I said, how? And, and, and to my delight, she was like, yeah, sounds good to me. I was like, all right. I just got permission to skip school. So, Bubba, that's why I changed the show time because I'd originally told you I had to pick Oliver up from daycare which means I would have taken him back to school. I would have had to do an earlier show and then, you know, pick him up from daycare. And then Miss DJs gave me permission to play hooky. So I didn't take Oliver back to school. We went to the batting cages. <laughs> That's awesome. Man. We went to the batting cages and we spent like an hour and a half. I'm not even kidding you. Like Oliver and I had a great, it was just me and him. The batting cages were empty because all the kids were in school. It was just me and him. The building was empty. And... um <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to. Group therapy time. Um, it was just us, all right? And the batting cage building is kind of in the middle of nowhere, as most things are in my area. It was super – it's a big metal building, Trader, so it was super hot in there. I opened the garage doors, and I turned on the fans and all that stuff, but it was still 84 degrees inside the batting cages. They've got turf down, which is really, really nice. They don't let you wear cleats or anything in there. Um, but it was just me and him. And I was wearing pants, and he was wearing a hoodie. <laughs> so, Trader, we practiced in the batting cages in our underwear. All right. I'm not I'm – not by the way, there are cameras up in there. Uh, don't know if that was actually truthfully a good idea. That's great. Um, but, That's great. I support that. <laughs> but, I support that. But I took off my shoes and socks, and I took off my pants. I'm, I was in my boxer shorts and a T-shirt. Oliver took off his hoodie and his shoes and socks. He had basketball shorts on. He took off his shirt even, and there we are in the batting cages just hitting baseballs and throwing passes and, and doing some fielding practice. I mean, we had a one-on-one -on -one private baseball tutoring session, Trader, in our underwear barefoot. <laughs> and and it was amazing. So I didn't uh, – I even thought, Bubba, so then I pushed the show back, which we did, um, but then even thought, man, I could stay here all day. I could stay in this place all day. You know, I even thought – if Oliver hadn't come to me and said, okay, Dad, I'm getting a little bit tired, and this is an hour and a half in of intense one-on-one -on -one practice, an hour and a half, he says, all right, Dad, I'm getting tired. If he hadn't said that, we'd still be there. You know, because I just wanted to do that more. So therapy is helping, uh, but but I don't necessarily just want to convey that like, you know, everything's all all hunky dory. There's still things, and uh, and it is funny. Griffin got a real big kick out of this trader that my therapist only has to ask me like three or four questions per session because <laughs> I know it's hard to imagine, but I tend to get a little bit chatty. So, <laughs> I know. absolutely shocking. I know. So my my therapist, he just does a lot of writing, which does make me feel a little bit paranoid. Every but, twenty but we, minutes, but we, but we talked I just about ask that. Him, 
<laughs> do you have anything to contribute? Yeah, <laughs> I should ask him that tonight. Like, do you have anything to add? Um, so, yeah, um, that's what's going on. But anyway, so that's that's my A day. A lot of, what do you think of that? Or, like, what do you think of that? <laughs> yeah, so that's my day, and that is, uh, that is my headspace now. It is better, but, uh, you know, anybody who's ever been through anything like that knows that it's not a flip of the switch, and I don't want you guys to think uh, that I'm through this battle. Of, you know, I want you to know that it is authentic and that those of you traveling it with me, whether you're in touch with me or not, uh, if you're just listening and looking for reassurance and kind of walking your own path, know that it is it is a difficult journey. And I'm not um, just better because I have a better mood on the show. Uh, I'm still there with you. Um, and, it, and it's not... Uh, just over and and your your situation is not to be trivialized by the fact that that somebody can be in a good mood um it's it's a difficult thing and i'm still here with you okay and uh and you guys are still here with me and i just kind of want to give you a quick hip, uh, update on what i've what i've been dealing with and and try to be open about it fred fred and i are going to meet later tonight and i'm going to tell him about our batting cage experience and i hope that he tells me trader that that's good and freeing for my spirit <laughs> or something along those lines. So we'll see. Um, but uh, I do, I do appreciate everybody. Um, Trader, I, you know, maybe, maybe I should say this. And again, I know this is not really the theme of the show. I'm going to answer questions in a second. But I would like to send a shout out to a player who I will not name, Trader. But this player sent me a message this past week, and and can I just be completely straight up? This player and I wept openly together this past week because his opening message was, can I ask you a question about Luna? And I appreciate and respect the fact that he asked my permission to speak to me about that. He had a 14-year-old member of his family. His children are five, seven, and nine. And his 14-year-old animal passed away this week. Uh, well, is, is going to. It's in the animal hospital. It's not recovering. Uh, and this was actually as of Tuesday. So, I don't know if anything has changed. He asked me how I had the conversation with Oliver. That was a very difficult conversation that we had to have with Oliver. And it made me, it made me cry. It made me weep. And, um, and I told him about the conversation I had with Oliver, about how difficult it was, what Oliver said to me, and what I said back to him. Um, and then I gave him a couple of links to a few things that people had sent me, a, a storybook that honestly probably helped me more than it did Oliver. Uh, we sent, I sent him the story of the Rainbow Bridge, which, by the way, I didn't even know this was a thing. How many of you guys have heard of the Rainbow Bridge? Um, yes. I never yeah. really knew this was a thing. Mrs. DJ's introduced me to it. You mean the one that it. connects Asgard to... God, no. You, no. really? Well, no, no. listen, Trader, not, no. not, it's, I mean, it's a similar concept. It's different, you know, applications, but it is. The Rainbow Bridge connects, you know, this side of heaven with that side of heaven, if you will. Um, and the Rainbow Bridge is, uh, I don't know, do you guys, do you guys want something super sappy? I don't mind to read it to you. I don't know if I'll make it through it. Um, but I don't mind to read it to you. It's super, super powerful. Um, <clears throat> and I, I shared this with this, uh, with this player and he started crying and I started crying. And then I sent him the storybook, uh, called the invisible leash. And I'm crying because I, I 
read it, read it again when I sent it to him. It just we and we had that kind of connection. That is the kind of connection that I love about this community. Uh, that that was a very real moment for that player and me, based on the losses that I've experienced in my life, and um, and so that is the power of community, being able to talk and reach out and support each other. And that's why I feel like maybe just for a couple of minutes, it's important for me to, to let you guys know where I am and, and how I'm doing. The Rainbow Bridge Karkin is just this side uh, is just this side of heaven. It's a place called the Rainbow Bridge. When an animal passes away that has been especially close to someone here on Earth, that pet goes to the Rainbow Bridge. There are meadows and hills for all of our special friends so that they can run and play together. There's plenty of food, water, and sunshine, and our friends are warm and comfortable. All of the animals who have been Ill, uh, ill and old are restored to health and vigor. Those that were hurt or maimed are made whole and strong again, just as we remember them in the dreams of days and times gone by. The animals are happy and content, except for one small thing. They each miss someone very special to them who had to be left behind. They all run and play together, but the day comes when one suddenly stops and looks into the distance. His bright eyes are intent. His eager body quivers. Suddenly, he begins to run from the group, flying over the green grass, his legs carrying him faster and faster. You have been spotted. And when you and your special friend finally meet, you cling together in joyous reunion, never to be parted again. The happy kisses rain upon your face. Your hands again caress his beloved head. And you look once more into the trusting eyes of your lost pet. So long gone from your life, but never absent from your heart until you cross the rainbow bridge together. That poem was sent to me when Mocha passed, and it rocked my soul. And then Luna passed, and my wife even kind of joked that Mocha was probably there and asked Luna as soon as she saw her, what the heck took you so long? <laughs> you know, because it, it had been a couple of weeks. But um, that story... Uh, Oliver took some peace in it. I probably took more peace in it. There's another great resource for kids called uh, The Invisible Leash, which allows children to kind of feel connected to their lost animals, um, even as they grow older and, and are here. So this player and I had a really long conversation the other day, Trader, and really kind of connected about this. And I felt that it was just a super intimate moment. And... Um, and I appreciated him reaching out because that's what I want to do for you guys. And I hope that we can be that for other members of the community and just like you guys are, are being for me. So I appreciate everybody and I thank you guys for giving me the grace and giving and, and the empowerment to be able to deal with this publicly and deal with this as I'm, you know, talking with you guys and and uh and there's more you know i mean it, it's it's not just that you know there were there were other issues existing in my life before all this tragic loss so and i, I just so i've just been trying to deal with everything um that being said bubba joe i would like to probably go ahead and get ready to wrap up the show if anybody has any questions uh is there anything that we can answer for you related to voyager part 1 i know there's a lot we haven't covered yet um like where is the voyager right we don't know yet 
Um, one would presume it's coming, but we all felt that way about the Enterprise D, too. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go, Baba Joe. Trader, can you feel the look I'm giving you? <laughs> yes, yes, I can. I can hear uh, it. <laughs> yes, I can. Um, ooh, uh, anyway. <laughs> Steven Aaron says, still too soon. Gradumacated says, Voyager as a skin confirmed. I didn't say that. I think it's going to be the G6 Epic, if you're just asking me, okay? <laughs> That's what I think. I think Voyager's going to be the G6 Epic. So, um, G5 and a half. G5 and a half. We'll see. Uh, Trader, any questions from Putz, Blue, Bubba? Uh, anything that we need to talk about? Anything that we can do in five minutes or less? Is there anything no. I should not be spending? Materials. Uh, now the doctor is out. I, I will tell so, you, Bubba, I'm, I'm I, slightly disappointed with the numbers. I'm still not. I'm still going to go all in. Okay? I'm going to get this officer this month. Uh, I wish it had been 5 of 11 levels, but at the same time, it is combinable with 5 of 11, so I guess I kind of get it. But, I mean, still, I'm, I'm going to get this officer this month. Go ahead, Bubba. I, I have a t- ver- rather timely critique, and it is directed specifically at whoever came up with the events. Okay. And that is to put a two day event. Yeah. Starting on day two. Yeah. Of something that players are going to want to do on day one that has a three day cooldown. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like some that. People, yeah. Some people saw it and they saved and fine. But the fact that they didn't even think about that is very frustrating to me. Yeah. That, that he- Easiest thing to do is day one, but make it a long event so people have time to adjust. Or make it a three day event on day two. Because then if you were doomed on day one, by the time before it ends on day three of its of its three day run, you could there you go. You've got the results. You've got to you got to be able to redeem your chest. You'll have it back, yeah. Yeah. You have it back. Right? Yeah, I don't that's my one I mean, so far this month, I mean, the events are okay. Some of them are a little bit worse than others. Um, but I, that really annoyed me. Crazy enough, um, I was fortunate that I was holding everything until Twitch last night. And then people told me that there was an event, so I didn't spend anything last night. I did wait to do it that's today. That's not true. You did not wait to that's, spend. Yeah, that's you not spent true. last I, That's I, true. I, that's I, true. I, 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 I watched you accidentally. Okay, that's true. But <laughs> I, I didn't spend it all. I saved some of the premium currency so that I could do my event today. All right? Um, so I, I was okay. My my event, I think, is done. Right? Where? What tab is that in? Artifact Hunt? Uh, it is in Artifact Hunt, yes. Yeah. So actually, I, I crazy enough, I do actually need to do one more redeem, but it'll be good. All right. So I saved enough premium currency because I did a couple of starts, which a lot of players aren't going to have. In fairness, Scopely gave me some directives, so that event is not even really fair for me to do. But at least it's not a leaderboard. I'll just I'll claim my SMS and I'll be done. Um, that being said, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Where I actually found a little bit more frustration, and this is just me. I felt like the hostile target numbers for the SMS for the Cardassian hostiles and the Delta Quadrant hostiles was a little excessive. Very high. Very yes. high. It was very excessive. Um, I I feel that it was a simple oversight on Cardassian hostiles because they stop at 50, but the event continued to scale, Bubba Joe. So you had a higher requirement than an Ops 58, who had a higher requirement than an Ops 55, who had a higher requirement yep. than me. Yep. But – the largest Cardassian hostile in the game is level 51, you know? Correct. So um, I feel like that was an oversight. Um, 
But the Delta Quadrant hostels, those are those are smacking kind of good. The the Herogen hostels are smacking a little bit. They are. Um, but the thing that annoys me about I that, wish they would have counted is, for bonus points or something because I don't think that it they would have been nice. That that would have been nice if they would have. But my frustration with that was I pulled up the map. And because there's, they're all hidden for me, right? Maybe if you're in the lower level ones, they aren't hidden, but they're all hidden for me. I can't see into the system. And I look at the map, and I'd already explored. I'd already sent a ship to get so I could see what's in the system. And it tells me they're interceptors. So I gear up for interceptors, and I send my ship. And wouldn't you know it, it's not just interceptors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the marker tags are wrong everywhere. Uh, that's a problem. Uh, they know about it. They're working on that. They said that they, they should be able to get that relatively simply fixed. I don't know when that's going to happen, but hopefully soon, hopefully with the mid-month patch that'll come next week. So, um, so, so there are things to, there are things to dislike about this month and we've talked about them. There are things to like about this month, but it feels very sloppy, right? The things like the marker tags, uh, the things like, uh, the hostels, although, you and Blue kind of talked about how you think that you want to keep the G5 hostels dropping G4 parts. You that could be a discussion for another time. But Scopely has already come out and said that. Wasn't I know. Intentional. You know, maybe maybe we could ask him to keep it at G4 for like 53 and down. Like maybe we you could find what a happy I compromise. I would like them to do. You know, what I want them to do hmm. is to drop both. You are a silly son of a gun, Bubba Joe. Get out of here with I that want them, garbage. I want them to drop both types of parts. Oh, both. I I'm sorry. 50, I thought you I meant the G5 and okay. G4 parts. Yeah. No, th I thought you meant drop. Sorry. That was obviously a yeah. complete miscommunication. I, <laughs> I, I thought he I meant thought drop them were, both. Uh, Get them both out of there. Give us parts deal. Um, yeah. No, I both they were would be fixing great. the G4 ship grind. I didn't realize it was unintentional that they fixed something that was a problem. Well, yeah. I mean, like, oh, we got to reverse that. Let me just tell you, I, I have tried to keep up with it, but I haven't been able to. But today, I did G4 parts refines for the first time in probably 10 days. It was really nice. Right. So I, I am with Blue on this one, Bubba. I'd like for them to keep G4. I know that doesn't do anything for you. So, yeah, let them drop both. Sure. Let them drop both. You know, make because these make these a unique hostel, right? They're not giving you faction credits, but they are giving you these extra parts. Sure, why not? Yeah, I, I'm fine with it because I did actually enjoy the benefit of G4 parts, uh, but I had to hit 51s, 52s, and 53s. But uh, to the point that's in the chat, some of these hostel types, like some of the Strange New Worlds, is a tough crew to use because the respawn timers on these things will actually allow a ship type to disappear. Like, you can yes. kill them, and they don't come back. Which was exactly what happened to me. Like, I'd go in, and I'd hit, you know, five five of the interceptors, because that's what the system told me. And I'm like, well, now I have to get lower ones, which obviously causes you to hit more More hostels. time, and it, yeah. And it's it was very frustrating to me. So the, I, event, the event milestones, I think, could have been left alone if you offered a multiplier for the Herogen Hunters. All right? Yes. If you were not going to offer a multiplier for Herogen Hunters, then the milestone needed to be half. It really also it not having happy. systems that have all three types of hostels, right? We've we've talked yeah. about this. They actually promised they were going to fix it in Gemadar space and never did. It's just you, when you have when you have changed your hostel hitting crews to be hyper focused, you can't have then systems that spawn all three types because yeah, one you will run disappear. Out. You run out, right. uh, and not only Two that, is okay, but all three is a problem. Well, not only that, Bubba, but you kind of almost technically had six. 
All right, because you had the standard hostiles with all three ship types, but then you also had Herogen Hunters, which were hitting up. I can hit, I can kill a 53 hostile. I can probably kill 15 of them on a single hull. A 53 hostile with my G4 rare with Strange New Worlds. I can kill probably between 15 and 20. A 53 Herogen one-shot me. Not one shot, but like I couldn't kill one. Even with Hugh. I could not kill a level 53 Herogen Hunter with Strange New Worlds. It smacked me. And, yeah, and it so, sounds like so, sounds like you might need a, you know, 75% bonus to damage. <laughs> sounds like I need Bellana Torres. Sounds like I need Bellana Torres. Yeah. Um so again, the I would almost argue that there were six Bubba because in Here's the only thing. I couldn't kill a Herogen in the system where I could kill everything else. I almost needed two ships because I could, I, and again, because Herogen didn't offer bonus points, you didn't need to. But if Herogen did offer bonus points, you would be in a different system than the normal hostiles. Like, there was that much of a disparity. It's probably three to four levels. Maybe five. It's a significant difference in, in power or, or they strength. They definitely hit in actual strength, not necessarily power, because their power is actually pretty close. Yeah, but it's strength. In the amount of damage they're actually doing, yeah. yes, yes. It's, they, so they very do significant. Hit quite a bit harder. Look out for those Herogen. Those Herogen are, they are bad mamma jammas. Um, Roger Workman says, one stupid complaint I have is just uh, that the Delta Quadrant is too close to Fed Space. It should be an entirely different map. You warp to, so we kind of are. I, I understand what you're saying about the map. Scopely told me a long time ago that they literally couldn't, or at least that was at the time. They can make this map infinitely larger, which is why they put it way off up in that top corner. It's not close to anything and not related to anything, and, and there's not even a warp path, right? Even if you're in G5, it's like looking at a two-dimensional map. Even if you're in Federation G5 space, there's not a connection to the Delta Quadrant. It's just there in a two-dimensional graphical display, but you can't get there from G5 space. you got to come all the way down and then go all the way up. So the warp times are beautiful. I was down in territory yesterday. Bubba Joe made it all the way to the top, not even the bottom of the cloud, but all the way to the top of the cloud in less than two minutes. It's a very, very nice warp speed, uh, very, very nice warp time to get to the Delta Quadrant, which is ironic that it you know, would have been a 70-year journey. Uh, that being said, I'm very, very pleased with that mechanically. But as far as just where it is on the map, I don't know that there's a whole lot they could have really done that. That's explained in the missions. It is. You know, the- it is explained in the missions. Um, I just haven't finished them all yet, which is it's- indicated by the fact that I haven't unlocked any artifacts yet. Well, uh, uh, so uh, speaking of missions, am I missing something or is commiseration not available yet? Um, uh, com- commiseration. I think that's what it's called. I don't, I don't have commiseration. Let me look in the holodeck real quick. Uh, let's see, Voyager. No, I see Light Years and Echoes, Part One, Part Six. Yeah, so maybe it's not. I oh, have to it's go a, find it's a plan- it. It's a planet mission. It's not- oh, oh, wait! I can tell you where it is. I can tell you where it is. It is in Uxal, U X A L. If that's the planet mission, because I haven't actually done it yet either. Um, to be fair, the uh, the mission bef- that requirement mission ends next to the planet. So, oh, it's part of a chain. You can start. You can pick it up right away. There's I got three you. missions I picked up after that. Okay, so it's part of a chain. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it All is right. a planet mission, but it should be. You should be able to find it 
in that first system Bubba Joe called Uxal, U-X-A-L. That's where all of them, I, I think, I officially spawn. hate that. <laughs> just do that, like, fractured whatever mission, and it'll lead you to it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, just do all your missions all in a row. Okay, well, yeah, the system name is... I wasn't is, looking for missions on planets. The system, I go to the, the home. That's you said where you they re- put the missions. You said you read the patch notes. It's very clearly stated in the patch notes. <laughs> but I, I would also <laughs> really, really appreciate it if Scopely put, put some effort to make it so I could find out without opening every single system if I had any uncollected story missions, especially since they stealth add some each arc. Yeah, yeah, there are some all over the place. I, I find them. I don't even start them anymore. I probably should have. I bought all the blueprints for my, for my Nova trader, so I'm ready to build that. <laughs> then I got a mission that had a Nova blueprint in it. I'm like, well, there's faction credits. I'm not going to get back. I was like, God bless. <laughs> I mean, it's just one, right? It's just one, but yeah. still, that's annoying, yeah. right? So yeah, I, don't, I don't spend <laughs> credits on the blueprint until... The hour I'm building the ship. Well, I did that because I was manipulating my rep. I brought Klingon up to spend all those credits. <laughs> then I brought Federation up to spend all those credits. And then I had to tank both of those to bring my, my Romulan back up. So, oh, okay. yeah, I, I kind of had to buy them as I went because I was, I was manipulating rep in order to do it. So, uh, anywho. I did that to collect the badges. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess with that, Bubba Joe, we'll get ready to head on out of here. Somehow, it still ended up into three hours and 15 minutes. Because count on, count on us. We're here for you, people. Three hours plus, like Gold always. content. Gold content. No, no I'm not editing this. It's just going in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's no edit. I've already got the gold content from the beginning. Um, so thank you. Thank you guys so very much. I appreciate you guys all being here. I uh, appreciate you listening to Talking Trek, uh, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. would like to invite you to our uh, landing page, Ultimate DJ's Plays. That is Ultimate with no E, DJZ Plays with a Z, dot com, or our website for the podcast, TalkingTrekSTFC.com. TalkingTrekSTFC.com. Trader, what they're going to find there are links to our merchandise store, which we would encourage you guys to go and check that out. Buy the merch! Buy merch! Okay, you you know you want some Talking Trek merchandise. Besides, Bubba Joe has his own T-shirt. Bubba Joe's got his own T-shirt. So show Bubba Joe your support and solidarity with a piece of Bubba Joe merchandise. All right. Also, you can find links to our YouTube channel where we've got a video that came out yesterday, Morning Trader, and I've got a quick and dirty coming out tomorrow morning. All right. Event guide video. I'm hoping to get out by the weekend, but. We'll see. Uh, The calendar is out, but as you saw this morning, still making a couple of adjustments. And even as of this moment, there is at least one set of dates that are wrong. So I'm trying to get those locked down and hopefully an event guide video by the weekend. But uh, there will be a quick and dirty tomorrow. And uh, then, of course, uh, that's all on YouTube, Trader, where I have also published our live one-year anniversary stream, which is now on YouTube. Uh, That fun thing that we did in Culver City, Los Angeles. Uh, Also coming up later this month, our compilation video trader of everything that we got into while we were in Culver City, Los Angeles, California. Also, you'll find a link, thank you, Captain Mark, to our throne support list. This is a wish list of items 
guys, there's stuff all over there for everybody. It's not just for me. Some of it's for Mrs. DJs. Some of it is for Trader, Bubba Joe, Captain Mark, Karkin, and Arian. There are items on the throne list in our Discord chat. You can do exclamation point throne and find a wish list. If you're just feeling like you don't want to give Scopely any money and you thought maybe you'd give uh, Talking Track a little bit of your hard-earned cash, we would very much appreciate it and turn it all back into gifts for our panel and our families and you on Twitch with our paid pack giveaways. We give away $100 packs, Trader, $20 packs. We give away all kinds of stuff on Twitch, so be sure to stop by and visit that stuff as well. Literally, anything that doesn't pay for an expense on this show, Trader, we pretty much jam back out into the community in one way or another. So we appreciate all of the support that you guys give through all of our channels. Uh, very much appreciate that. Including that, Trader, of our gold Patreon program, where you can sign up to be a gold Patreon for as little as $5 a month, or you could sign up at $10 a month and have your name read at the end of every single show uh, at the level of $10 or more per month as a recognized patron. And I would like to say thank you to some of those. Now, what do you mean the Patreon link is broken? It's broken? It shouldn't be. It's fine. It just loaded just fine for me. Literally, it just wrote, loaded straight up. It has an extra character... Oh, you mean there's an... Okay, hang on. Let me see. Oh, I see. What is that percent 3E? Okay, I'll get that fixed. I'm sorry. It's in the feed. I see it. I don't know how that happened. But yeah, just the Patreon link is good. Aaron will fix it. Thank you. So yeah, if you want to go over there, and that's a monthly subscription where you can just drop five or ten bucks, and then it's like, you don't even have to think about a trader. Just handles it every single month. And I'd like to say thank you to... to those players who come in and donate $10 a month, they turn their names gold here in our Discord, and I would like to say thank you to these players. Lord Nevix, Lady Kess, Trader, Iron Chef, Virtual Army, Mechrack, Hammerhead, Regis, Jayberg, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Lobot, It's Hunter, Tagora, Cruzito, Ransusi, Katana, Hank, Ape, DJ Gur, MC101, Late Nighter, Lightbull, Louis P, Zalvinar, Zinfried, Peffy, Stormbringer, Bills Mafia, Bayonetta, Grog Thorn, Archangel, Smoke Mohawk, uh, little Balls of Fur, Jet Ski, Papa Smurf, Jason, Captain Jack, Vanium Scorpionis, Archer, Arian, Captain Oblivious, and Hani, Raxnar, Steve, Liam, and Dominus, Casey Jones, DJs as Tal's BFF, Chronic Break, Wet Willie Joe, Canine Tooth, Darth Adamus, Sir Tale of Crazy Budge, General Chaos, Warren, A Fox, Judge Crane, G Force, Cap and Q, Plain Simple Garrett Game Jr., Admiral Inwarder, Cha Cha Roar, Scarlet Hawk, Loser Kendall, Rest in Peace Incursions, Techic, Seven of Nine, Jagga, Never Go Full, Tilly, Blue Mandalorian, Noxus, Exhibitor, Furbanks, Dr. Link, Clueless One, Schizoido, Likes a Bath, Welch, Kievo, Fighting Texas Aggie, Gunner, Mighty Croc, Tal is a Shill, Unimatrix, The Web, D Chesty, Nom Nom, Primal Fear, Medic 213, J Babes, Dark Knight, Hypnofly, Stratoblaster, Pixelate, uh, lost in, buddy, JT. Oh, do you remember this name, Trader? JT minus 10 days for Scopely to break STFC.space. <laughs> Didn't take 10 days. It was a little yeah. bit It was a little bit off in your time estimation, but good call, JT10. Good call. If, I, uh, if by the days you meant seconds, then <laughs> you were right on. <laughs> yeah, he, he got that one. Uh, Spectre, Yukai Nico, Diva Dorsal, Oster90, McLovin, DJ Screams My Name, Jazzmeister, <laughs> Shoopster, and Jason. Thank you guys so very, very much for being our newest gold patrons and supporting Talking Trek at a level of $10 or more per month. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, Ultimate DJ, saying meow for now. Love you, meet it on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We love you. 
We appreciate you. We will hopefully see you on Twitch tomorrow night for more Formata testing. In the meantime, you guys have a wonderful night. My name is DJs, and I'm gone. See you later. Bye-bye. Now, now, now. Peace.